Hey everybody, Jeff Cavanaugh here. You are listening to the Drunk Sports Podcast with Big Red and Indy Cartoon. Talking sports, current events, guy stuff, and everything in between. Now open up a cold one and drink along as they're here. Lance and Tim! You can buy me a drink. <laughs> We're all drunk. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a big show, a real big show. Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome once again to the Drunk Sports Podcast on a Philadelphia Eagles week. I am the noted local radio and television personality known as Indy Cartoon, along with my favorite dang partner on the entire planet. Big Red, baby. Big Red. Big Red. Give it to me, Lance. Give it to me, Lance. Push, push. Give it to me, Lance. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dude, I'm fixing to knock you the fuck out of Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> hey, hey. Early. Hey. Early. As always, this Early. episode is brought to you by our good buddies over at the Highlands Performance Golf Center in Carrollton, Texas. Highlandspgc.com. 972-733-4111. And speaking of which, we've got a very special studio guest for tonight. Speak of the devil. Here to impart his sports knowledge, his sports acumen, and to make us look silly, Mr. Chris Bustle himself, the GM over there. How you doing, Chris? Hey, great. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Looking forward to a great show. Why on earth did you want to come sit in with us tonight? Well, why wouldn't I? Where else am I going to be? <laughs> it's either this or working. Hey, oh, too much hey, of that. Yeah. I, think you, I think you picked the right place. In. Yeah, we don't want to do right. that. We have fun here, at least. I mean, I'm sure you have fun at work. I mean, it's yeah, you have a job, but I mean... You love your job. Yeah, for sure. But no, it's wonderful to be here. Perfect nights. Finally not hot as balls outside. Oh, it's just God. wonderful. Yeah. No, and uh, it's, it's, it is cool. It's amazing I'm even here after what I had to go through. Well, you just had to drive back 14 times to get all your <sighs> crap, and you still left your ass in. Are there symptoms of Alzheimer's? Because is that one of them, having to drive hmm. back and forth between your house four times? I think it's more like dementia. Yeah. Oh. It's not all, it's not all early, bad, though. Early onset dementia. Well, I've got all of it. <laughs> But we would like to welcome everybody watching us right and now ED. on Facebook Live. ED, too, right? ED, I've had <laughs> ED since the age of 12. We want to welcome all of our viewers on Facebook Live, on YouTube Live. Uh, feel free to comment. We'll be checking out your comments here and put them up on the screen if they're intelligent. Uh, even if they're not, we'll hey, probably they're not them. intelligent, yeah, we'll read them. We're going we're gonna, to absolutely. We're gonna tell them out and, and call people out for their idiocy. Because that's what we do. <laughs> it is what we do. We, we have do a show shot. We do have a show shot to yeah. get everything off tonight that we're doing with Chris. This is our official show shot. Lance, tell everybody what it is. It's a little red smoker, baby. It's a uh, uh, Maker's Mark shot with a big red back. A big red back. <laughs> Tasty. That's all right. Oh, no, that's all right. We need to find a better uh, drop to play during our... There you go. There it is. Yeah. We just fired off three shots. I like that. Thank you, Colby. Uh, we got a great show for everybody tonight. If you're a football fan, if you're a Cowboys fan, you're going to want to tune in, and we want to hear from you uh, online about this devastating Cowboys loss. Uh, this past weekend, have you ever sat and laughed as much during a football game? I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if you did or not, but I, I just laughed. I, it's pretty ridiculous. I, 
You and I were texting back and forth pretty heavily. The the previous two weeks, I had been I was mad, and Stacy knows that whenever the Cowboys lose, just stay away from me. Let me throw shit, you know, do whatever, and I'll get over it. And I'll be fine. But I I decided during the game we we're sitting there watching. And I told her I said, I'm just I'm not going to be mad. I, they're they look pathetic. They weren't ready. They and I I realized that it's really hard to. Have a strong offense when your two bookend tackles are, you know, are out, out of play, and you can't, uh, you know, you can't run your offense properly. Well, it wasn't even just the two bookend tackles, dude. Amari got hurt early, and Amari was out. Cobb, Cobb wasn't out. I mean, that's that's four. That's four big integral pieces of Still, your of your offense. You know what I have to say to that? These are the New York Jets, the winless. New York Jets. Not anymore. Dude. <laughs> Sam Darnold looked like a freaking Hall of Famer playing against our secondary. Uh, I think we all. Le'Veon Bell looked like a Hall of Famer against our linebackers. I think we all overrated this defense. And we'll probably get into that later. So let's. Uh, let's well, move. you remember, I don't know if you saw the post that I made or not. I think it was even after the Green Bay game. I don't remember when it was because I've, I've drank everything. since then. It was. I think I said that uh, we apologize. The Drunk Sports Podcast apologizes to everyone because we may have greatly exaggerated the talent and ability of the Dallas Cowboys offense and defense, and we apologize for getting everyone's hopes up. We're sorry for making you feel like that we had a chance. So that 3-0 and start was basically an illusion. They can't keep up with the good teams, and worse now, they can't even keep up with the bad teams, and that's, that's a serious problem. Yep. So in the course of just three weeks, the Cowboys have gone from – one of the favorites in the NFC to win a Super Bowl to a 500 also ran. They had wins over the Giants, the Dolphins, and the Redskins. Lions and Tigers and Bears. Oh, my. They looked good. Uh, but then defeats by the Saints, the Packers. But the whole damn offense has changed, dude. The whole damn offense changed. And, and after those three weeks, they went from – being one of the best offenses to garbage, man. It's a dumpster fire right now. It's pathetic. The passing defense can't cover anybody. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, yeah, Tim and I should be uh, cover corners right now. Dak Prescott, for all of his early season greatness and all of accuracy, our splendid glory. One of the leaders for an MVP candidate, if there is such a thing, the first two, three weeks of the season. He was right up there. And, I, and that's, 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 that's something else we need to talk about because I uh, took back almost everything or damn near everything that I said about Dak. Well, he's not playing that poorly. What? It's the same. And it's, it's not, I don't think it's him. It's You've the now offense. seen what he can do in a wide-open offense. Then let him go, man. Don't tell me. Go tell your buddy Kellen. Text him right now. If I had his number, I would. I bet you I could find it. I mean, he's, what, the same age as my daughter? The Cowboys came into week six. No, he's 31. The Cowboys came into week six with the league's most efficient offense, 7.2 yards per play. Same age as me. Shut up. Um, I'm going to kick your ass. That 7.2 yards per play was tops in the league, but it now ranks 11th when it comes to turning gains into points even. Dallas was 3-3 despite playing – only two teams with more than two wins through six weeks of the season. 
And, 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 you know, all the defending that we did with people talking about, oh, you've only played, you know, you've only played also rans, blah, blah, blah. And you, what, you, it's, and now I feel stupid for defending them. I just I feel like an idiot. So the Cowboys played, uh, uh, they, they averaged over 30 points a game the first three in the three wins. Would you like to hear their total halftime points over the last three games? No, I really don't. Three, but I know you're going to tell me anyway. Zero and six. Oh, wow, we got nine points. Time. Nine points <laughs> before combined. Half. Nine points before half. Hey, you want some music and, behind and, this? And, uh, hey, where's the where's that new that new shit we got? How do you like that? <laughs> that sounds like something that somebody's going to get their ass kicked too, right there. It sounds like thank you, Kobe. About to kick somebody's ass. Thank you, Kobe. <laughs> um, so yes, nine c- combined points. So. Uh, and, by the way, that last number six should be three, if not for a 62-yard field goal by Brett Maher at the end of the first half. Yeah, and then he misses a 30-something-yarder and just shits the bed. Dallas has trailed in every game it's played this season. Well, that's not really a problem. It is a problem when you can't come back in the second half. Offensive coordinator Kellen Moore's once-exciting offense has been woefully ineffective early, providing the backhoe that's dug the holes that Prescott and company have failed to climb out of in the second half rallies. Dude. You know what I almost did on here? And I didn't talk to you about it. I was going to, but I didn't, so I didn't do it. I had the Funeral March theme song downloaded, ready to go, and I was going to open the show with the Funeral March instead of our normal open. That's be fun. And I was going to declare the Cowboys... Dead. Mm. Well, as long as it, I mean, I, but here's the you issue. Disagree? Well, do you disagree? Do I just well, you got you, fly, you guys are living in the past. You got Fly Eagles Fly coming home this week, and, and you're and talking you, to. And, a, and, you have and, to remember, I'm a Bengals fan. We don't have a win yet. We got oh, a big zero in the uh, I did W column. Not know that it's tough. Reds and Bengals. He's from Ohio. What sorry. do you think? Well, they got the Browns. Mm. Yeah, but no, I'm, I'm, I've always been a Bengals fan. Southern Ohio. We're looking for our first win of the season. Are you season. and Gerb both are from Ohio? Yeah. Yes. So our Buckeyes are doing quite well, but and it could are. be a and lot. Could be a lot worse Ger- for Gerber you boys. And I, Gerber and I had a discussion about that yesterday, and he does believe that they should be the number one team in the nation. The Buckeyes? Well, you can argue it. That. I mean, yeah, you could argue. It. Argue it. We can argue about it. We can argue about I it. I think but, SMU but should you be the guys, number one team. Well, there you go. See. <laughs> That's what, we have to, that's what we have to deal with. But you guys, come on. We got, we got the big the big bad green coming this week at home. Yes, we're going to preview the Eagles game coming up a little bit later. Uh, so even with this Cowboys season at 3-3, three and three, nothing really looking promising. There's reason for optimism. They're still tied for the division freaking lead right now. No, it's just... just it's, it's, here, bus. Yeah, get in the towel. Here, I'm not throwing in the towel yet. <laughs> uh, so, so that's why the I, camera. That's why. I <laughs> there he there goes. Go. That's better. That's why There's I didn't hear you throw did that it. with a picture of Garrett on it. Uh, no. <laughs> so at this point last season, the Cowboys were three and five, and then they made the trade for Cooper. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and, Cooper's hurt, and we don't know if he's going to play this week or not. And chances are that he may not. And you know what? I've We've talked about this on the phone during the week already, and I don't. I don't know that that I'm. I, do I really want to pull for him to win? Do we want to change? 
Is oh, Jerry, I, can't pull, I cannot is, pull for them to lose. I cannot I, do that. No, I can't pull for the, I can't pull for the Eagles. You're pulling I, for change. I, I, but I get it. But uh, I can't cheer for the Cowboys to lose. I just can't. I, and I can't either. And I, I'm not going to. But unless so ma- unless do? mass changes Big are Red, made, please tell me what we should do because I don't know right now. I think we just uh, we get drunk at your house Sunday night and uh, we just put our cards on the table and. Well, we were going to do that even if they were six and zero. Where the Eagles fly, they fly. Buster, welcome to come over Sunday night. Oh, by there. Hey, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. We're having a Cowboys watching party. The chicks are cooking. We're just inviting everybody off the street. She doesn't even know who's coming yet. We'll we'll give the address out on the air later. Everybody can show up. (laughs) So I pulled this little tidbit today from Todd Archer, who works for DallasCowboys.com, because I thought this little paragraph summed things up nicely. The Cowboys have five takeaways on the season, two interceptions, three fumbles. Rod Marinelli and Chris Richard have typically had defenses that can take the ball away, but this group just simply hasn't done it enough. The Cowboys are not pressuring the quarterback to create hurried throws. They don't poke the ball away. We talked about that last week. The last time a Cowboys defensive back had more than four interceptions was in 2010. As a result, the offense does not have many opportunities to work with a short field. Nothing is coming easy for this team. That they, sums up the defense perfectly. They gave up <laughs> the Jets' first rushing touchdown of the year. Came against the Cowboys. So did you see the stat that tweet. Bobby Belt tweeted out? Vamp while I find this. Guys, I, 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 I got nothing to vamp about. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm disgusted about the way the the defense is. The, the offense has reverted back to the same old bullshit that we saw last year, and there's just, there's nothing, there's nothing to look forward to. I mean, there's nothing for me to look forward to on Sunday. If I see the same shit on Sunday that I saw this past Sunday, I, I just. I'm just going to drink myself into oblivion. <laughs> you know, and remember all the optimism that we had going into the season? We previewed we the did season. No, we did nothing but pick this team up and put them on a pedestal. They're off. We had two pedestals in here. We had one for the offense and one for the defense. Man, shit's going to change. Yeah, it's the same It's the same system, but Kellen's throwing some different shit in there. We've already got people reading our damn plays before shit happens, and our defense our two stud-ass linebackers ain't done shit in three weeks. I mean, they've looked bad, bad. And our our, our defensive secondary, our our front four, they're getting run over. Tank Lawrence, where Where's is he? he? Been? I, I realize the man's hurt. But if you don't watch the pregame show and you don't hear that he's active, you don't hear the man's name. And where's Layton? It's what I'm saying. I, Sophomore <laughs> slump, dude. It's 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 so bad. I mean, not this, not the Jets, but against Green Bay, that dude was. I mean, he he looked like he was riding a unicycle. He didn't know where he was going. I mean, people were cutting him and and and, and making him you know, fall all over the damn place. He, yeah, he, he was he was completely off this. balance. He, he had he had no idea. Where to where to break? It, it was it was terrible. It was terrible. I can't find this stat that he had, but basically, what it boiled down to was that when teams control time of possession, first downs, total yards, well, there were five or six stats 
They are a team. 90 plus and zero. 90 and one in that scenario. Right. Sunday against the Jets, the Cowboys were the one loss. Wow. Uh, I can't remember just, what, what all the criteria was. It, oh. So, yeah, I, I, I have nothing else. So, we're going to get into the Cowboys and Eagles coming up. Um, I have zero faith, personally. I mean, the Eagles suck, too. Uh, and we are, are here in Dallas, so. Oh, but uh, Peterson says they're going to come down to Dallas. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that as but, well. Hey, how nice would it be to have a coach that had a little bit of fucking balls that would say, you know what? Stand by your team a little bit. Just, hey, you know what, boys? We're going to go there. We're going to bust their ass. And we're going we're gonna to be in first place. And can't nobody take that away from us. No. So coming up no, a little bit later in the show. it's about the process. It's all three phases. We're going to do this. We got to get back and get to the film. We got to go to work. We will be fine. So coming up later in the show, we've got our drug sports ramblings of news and notes. Talking about a St. Louis bar that charges its customers a little differently. Charges filed over an IHOP orange juice refill. A high school football player that tackled his own teammate after an interception. We've got the two-minute drill coming up. We're going to talk a little bit about Doug Peterson. Did he guarantee a win or did he not? He absolutely guaranteed a damn win. Lamar Jackson set a very confusing record on Sunday versus the Bengals. Is Jason Garrett worried about losing his job? Josh Rosen gets benched. Terrible officiating. What do I hate about the NFL right now? Then we're going to get into the college picks and Cowboys-Eagles preview. But first, we have to go Mr. Lance Big Red Drunk Dorset. Absolutely. Over our picks last week. Do we really have to do this shit? We have to go over our picks last week to, to set everybody up for a week seven picks. Man. This part of our show brought to you by CowboysSI.com. For all of your up-to-date Cowboys stories, news, information, go over to CowboysSI.com. Mike Fisher's got a really cool group of, of writers over there. Yeah, thanks, Fish. And uh, Really appreciate you. Dude, that's my first stop every morning. <laughs> I've said it before. And... Uh, just stories every day. I start my day there to know what's going on in Cowboys world before I go anywhere else. So appreciate those guys. Get your, you get your four S's in, huh? Yes. All my S's. <laughs> Shit, shower, shave, and SI. And SI. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lance, we picked games last week. Did we? I don't remember. Going into last week, and we just did the – we started the week before, so we just picked one week. We picked five games. The Thursday night game, Sunday night game, Monday night game, Cowboys game, and a random game. Yep. When the Cowboys fall on one of those primetime games, and we pick two random games, so it's always five. The week before, I was 5-0, and oh, baby. Tonto, who's not here tonight, was three and big red. How many did you get right that first week? I'm, I'm, I'm fixing to whip your ass. That many. Poor big red. That many. Didn't get any right. So he used zero points. So we're counting one point for a right pick. Yep. So coming season. into the week, I leave five. Tony's three. Red's zero. So the first game we picked was the midweek game of the week Thursday night. Giants at New England. Minus 17 and a half for New England. Of course, the England Patriots, because I hate to call them the New England Patriots. They're just the England Patriots because they're our enemy. Uh, dominated 35 to 14. They covered. They win. I picked the Giants to cover, so I lost. Lance, you got that one right. Oh, hey. First win. Line first hog. point of the season. 
The next game, the Sunday Shut night up. game, Steelers at the Chargers. Chargers favored by seven. I picked the Steelers. Lance, Ooh. you picked the Chargers. Steelers win outright, twenty-four to seventeen. That was crazy. That was awesome. No, it wasn't awesome. It was crazy. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, and I hate the Steelers. By the way, I'm about to hate the Chargers too. So I, I went on that one. That's my point. Uh, the next game we picked was were the Lions at the Packers. This was the Monday night game that I'm going to yep. get into a little bit later because I have so many thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was beating my head against my desk watching this in my office Monday night because it was so pathetic. Packers prevail on a last-minute field goal, 23-22. The Lions were robbed. So the Packers win but did not cover, so that's a lot point for the Lions. We all picked the Packers. I, there were some betting fools out there that were really, really happy about the kneel down, the slide yeah, in. The slide and the, the no score. Yeah, they because were. Because that, that, uh, that changed that changed the way a whole lot of bets were going. Oh, it was bad. It was, I mean, I, I know that Johnny Johnny was on the right side. Oh, that's good to be on the right. Yeah, was on the right side that's of that. Too bad. Somebody needed to be. That's right. Three we then had spread. the Redskins giving three and a half against the Dolphins in Miami. Lance, you and I both picked Miami, and they did indeed cover. Two points for us. And then we get into this. I don't even want to talk about it. Cowboys at home against the Jets. Cowboys giving 10 points. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Not only does Dallas not cover, they lose outright. So I need to give some props to my buddy Tony, because Big Red and I both picked the Cowboys. Did that really? Tonto Tony picked. I, I, I picked the Cowboys. The Jets. I, I did. I, I, I think he the Cowboys. I think he misheard me. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> so we got some audio to play here. Oh, because I got to give props where props are, are needed. So it, here's a flashback. <laughs> <laughs> you think the Jets are going to score within ten points of the Cowboys? I think so. Yeah. Dude, you never know what's going to happen. So, this was when we were initially picking our picks. He went with the Jets with the points. So, then a little bit later when we're doing our summary, this happened. And finally, the game of the week, Cowboys at the Jets. Cowboys minus 10 and a half. Lance and I took the Cowboys. Tony took the Jets. The Jets. Good luck with all of that. Last, last chance. Last chance. So, last chance if... The Jets win on the board. Mm-hmm. You can have an extra point. Uh, are we really taking that this? point? You, I'm taking that point. Taking you never ask a Redskins fan that. Why did I'm you allow win. me to do that? He's picking them. Now I tried to talk to you out of it. Twice. No, you didn't win. I don't. Did you not hear me? I don't hear any video ev- or audio evidence. Of I that. said, "Are we really doing this?" And you just kept on going. So kudos to Tony for picking the winner in the outright. So he gets the extra point. But However, he's, still, he's still only hey, the so leader me, in the clubhouse. Let me ask you a question. How, how drunk were you at this point of the show? This is right before we ended the show. Do you remember this conversation on the air? Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I remember all, all the shows, yeah. Because <laughs> I got something else for you that I don't know if you remember God. or not. Then oh, this God. happened. And if Jason Garrett doesn't get fired after your Jets win, oh, Lord, I'm quitting the show. Make it. Oh, oh, he's out. <laughs> and if Jason Garrett doesn't get fired after your Jets win, oh 
Lord. I'm well, well I mean, I remember it now because I just heard it. But, <laughs> I mean, this, it's all right. I, I, quit, I, I can't find another partner anywhere, so you're good. safe for one more week. Yeah. Bustle, bustle, take your spot. Well, look, here's take the deal. Take my spot. Here's your safety. You didn't give a time frame. I guarantee you he will get fired at some point after losing that Jets game. Well, I mean, yeah, next. So you don't have to quit. Years. But, hey, but you didn't specify a time frame. Right? See? So in <sighs> the sober in, one in, saves the in show. In five years, whenever God, he gets not fired, five years. I can say, you know what? It was because of the Jets game in 2019. He got fired because of the Jets game in 2019, and it just took Jerry this long to realize how fucking terrible he is. That's pretty bad. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> oh. So our totals after two weeks, after week six. I've got two whole points. I have seven points, Tony, with six because of a stupid plus one that you allowed him to have. And Big Red coming up with two. So we'll save that for next week. I won't throw it away like I did this last time. Well, now we're going to get bus in. We're going to do the whole uh, game day thing. We'll have people come in. It's all right. We'll get people's picks, and we'll we'll have it, you know, little standings, and I'll be at the bottom. And if we can't get them on the air, we'll get them. We'll get the picks separately, and we'll read them out to everybody, and, and we'll go from there. How's that sound? That sounds shitty as hell, but okay. <laughs> well, you're welcome to invite other guests. I tried to get Aikman in tonight, but you had bus coming in, so I had to bump Aikman. What? You know what? <laughs> I might like bus better than Aikman anyway. Well, I mean, if we had Aikman, then people would, people would call us homers. Yeah, they would. And maybe we are, but that's all right. Uh, so next, as our buddies at the Thirst and Goal Spot podcast say, what's next on the big board? I don't know if I like that or not, but I thought I'd steal it for one segment. No, I don't like it. Never mind. I'm going to edit that out of the podcast. No, don't. No, that's fine. <laughs> I thought it was funny listening to their show. We tried to get hold of one of those guys. He had right? to work tonight. He, he's he, an Eagles fan. I think he's an Eagles fan. We something. tried to get him on the show. We were going to have him call in. Yeah. And we were going to do a little bit of banner tonight. back and forth. But he had to work tonight. Of course he did. He just didn't want to. He's afraid. He didn't want to get he's afraid. He didn't want to get busted. Now, check those guys over at Thurston Goal. Uh, check them out on Apple Podcast or whatever you list of podcasts. They're they're pretty cool. I like those guys a lot. Um, so next on the show, they're Jerry booze Jones. connoisseurs. They are. They do lots of beer and liquor reviews. And holy mother of God, we have comments that I'm ignoring here. Uh, if my mouse would work. All right, who's talking to us on Facebook? Steve Champagne. Steve Champagne. What you got, Steve? This year's team has no passion or emotion after kickoff. No. No, I don't, don't disagree with that. And he, he also thinks said, Jason Garrett hopes he gets fired. Yeah. I think we all agree with that. I mean, that's something, uh, we, got, we got Jerry Audio coming, right? Coming next. Okay, so I will, I will, tab I will table this yes. because I know what's coming, <laughs> and I may blow a head gasket. Just got to tighten this up a little bit. Okay. So, yes, Jerry Jones was on uh, with Ben and Skin yesterday. Normally his meeting with – or his phone call in with 105.3, the fan here in Dallas, is with Sean and RJ. Uh, however, he was on a plane coming home from the owners' meetings in Florida where they were discussing, among many things, I'm sure, the CBA and hopefully the officiating. Was, was that really the reason? Yeah. Or did he just really hate RJ? <laughs> no, he loves RJ because I don't think he can pronounce his name properly. 
So he was on with Bennett Skin yesterday. Those boys are nice enough to forward me the audio so we can review it here. We're not going to play the whole thing. But I picked out, uh, I don't know, five or six questions because I thought they were interesting. The last one's my favorite. So stay tuned for the last one. The first thing they wanted to get into was um, they wanted Jerry to answer the question, what do they say? What does he say to a fan base that wants Jason Garrett held accountable? And I'll tell you, we don't have the Ben asking the question here, but the way he asked the question was starting off the interview, he said, Jerry, I want to give you the chance to talk to the fans. Opportunity. I want to give you an opportunity. I want to allow you, I want to, allow you that's, to address that's what, yes. the fans. And I don't know shit, if Jerry bro. liked the way that was asked. You ain't going to allow much. me to well, do shit, uh, bro. You're not allowing me to do anything. <laughs> uh, I uh, want to uh, talk about our team, uh, talk about our coach. I have felt that uh, we've got a lot invested in, in Jason Garrett. He's evolved into what I think is uh, a top coach. Uh, he would be a very sought-after coach if he were out here in the open market. Uh, so there's a lot of pluses there. He brings a lot to the table. And uh, I can genuinely say that that is not a thought that I'm having. So it would be unfair to our fans to, for me to have any indication about what I may think the future is as far as a uh, head coach. We're all drunk. That, uh, uh, we're on the last year of his agreement. Uh, but uh, that uh, really uh, just means that we can all sit down and take a look at things at the end of the year. Uh, that was the case when he had won the first three ball games, and still the case today after losing the last three. I have one thing to say, Jerry. The fact that you say that he would be high in demand. Oh, I just, you know, I, I can't. I, oh, man, come on. Come on. So after I heard this audio, I kind of went through in my head thinking, I threw okay, up in my mouth a little bit. Who, who, what, what teams in the league right now, if Jason lost his job right now, number one, would there be any teams interested in him immediately right away? And two, who would they be? I came up with a couple. I got a couple in mind. Um, Bengals. No, we just Browns. got he got he's brand new. Taylor, we just got to give him some time. <laughs> he was one of mine. <laughs> yeah. I know, it's his only well, first year. First so. year. Um, I I thought of Cleveland, Cleveland. Yeah, maybe. Freddie does look a little clueless. I thought I thought well, of the he Bengals. has never. <laughs> Freddie has never had a coordinator's job ever. No, he's a little lost. Out I there. thought I mean, of the Houston Texans. They're not big fans of Bill O'Brien down there. Yes, they're doing well, but he's typically considered on the hot seat the whole time. Um, I got to thinking maybe Tennessee. Not sure how they feel about That's Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel. I think, yeah, Vrabel is, like, uh, tied with uh, Garrett, I think, now on the uh, on the Vegas odds for being for being let go somewhere somewhere around there. I would give you Atlanta. That's what I was going to say. Certainly yeah, that's looking a hot for a head coach right now. Mike Quinn's gone. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, the obvious Mike choice. Quinn, Quinn needs to be – a defensive coordinator somewhere and, and and just focus on that and don't worry about anything else and and do do his damage there because that's where he's good. And then the obvious choice, the Washington Redskins. Uh, the Deadskins. Who really have no coach right now. Well, so, I, you know what, Jerry? Hey, yes, there Tonto, probably Tonto, are a Tonto, he's coming your way, son. <laughs> you can have him. And I would be okay with that. that. I'd be fine. Let him have Tonto, you can, ha- you can have that. Um, so... The next thing they wanted to know about Jerry, what is his thoughts? 
going for it on fourth and two. Again, uh, the uh, that second that would be uh, in the neighborhood of second guessing. If uh, Zeke had found a crease uh, and scored, then I'm on board. If he got stopped, I'm not on Frankly, I'm just like the rest of us out there, and I won't always what didn't work change it. But uh, uh, still, uh, uh, you know, your options there are quarterback sneaks. Your options there are uh, uh, look for. Uh, uh, the kind of option that we had when we were uh, uh, going for two. Uh, that's the type of play that you can do in those circumstances. And so, uh, uh, you know, so much for that. We uh, we really uh, did come up short on a couple of key plays. And uh, you could easily say that's the way the game went. Others would remind you, but, Jerry, don't you think you should have had uh, a more dominant game against a team like the Jets. In the NFL, any time you line up because of the nature of professional football, they uh, pay their players exactly what you think, and they're great sir. players. You normally would like to have two-thirds of the team that's sitting over there. You'd probably have tried to get them on your team. Any time you walk out there, you got a chance to get beat. You know, and I don't disagree with that statement. He's not going to throw his, his the decisions of his head coach under the bus on national radio. I, I get it, but privately, man, he's got to be got to be kicking himself. That play call for the two point conversion, even at the end of the game, you got to roll them out. You know they're going to bring everybody, and ex- that's exactly what happened. But I mean, so I think the rule is at home you go for the tie. When you're on the road, you go for the win. Well, you couldn't. You were down two. You had to go for the two. Right. You have to go. For, but that, that whole that whole play was. Sti- it was I doomed. Mean, I don't know who called that. If it was JGZ or Kellen, but that was a stupid call. Just, anyway, that wasn't what they were addressing. But anyway, so then the boys asked him, "I'm an idiot. What do you say to fans who are curious about what Jason Garrett brings to the table on game days? This is cut five, producer." My goodness, I want them curious about every nuance of game day. Uh, that's one of the things I'm excited about the future. I think some of the things we've got coming uh, in the future, gaming, things like that, I think it's going to increase the intensity and the eyeballs of people watching. Uh, I actually think replay, uh, even in its inexact or in its inaccurate form, increases the interest in the game. The game last night, uh, Detroit and Green Bay, uh, the calls uh, were the subject of most of the talk after the ball game. Uh, as long as they're talking, keep it, keep it going. I don't even have a response to that. Nope. Nope. I, I don't need a response I, to that. I don't either. I, I, I just, no. So he was supposed to talk about Jason, but he kind of trailed off into officiating. Because he doesn't want to throw him under the and bus. I get dude. It. He's, he's deflecting. He's his boy. And and uh, I get it to a point, but at some point you've got to you gotta cut the umbilical cord, son. You, you gotta, gotta cut, cut it. ties at some point. You gotta cut the umbilical No, it's an umbilical cord. Because they have brought this guy they brought this guy in. He was the offensive coordinator, right? They brought him in. They you know, under under uh uh, Parcells. Yeah. He was here with Parcells, and then Wilson was given right. that coaching job. And then Wade. And Wade then, got fired. And then Wade got fired, and they, and they moved him up. Do you and remember they, that? Everybody they, wanted Jason to head coach. Shit, I did. I did, too. 
But I mean, God, that didn't it, last. It, oh, no, it didn't. <clears throat> well, let me, let me say for an out from an outsider's perspective, I think he has an extremely difficult situation that he's dealing with on Absolutely. a daily basis. Now, look, Absolutely. he he has. What, what other team has the owner doing interviews on ESPN on TV after the game? I mean, I think they all do. Well, no, what do no, you mean? they don't either. About? Do you know who pioneered that? No, I'm. Jerry Jones. Well, I'm sure. In the 90s. So I'm just saying that I think his, I think from an outsider perspective, that is a very, very high demand. But high he does difficult. it as the GM. Dude, not as the, does, I understand. This is, I understand. This is, but still, we're not seeing it from any, from any other team that they have to deal with. But this is the with. highest profile team in the NFL. I agree. Everybody knows who the Dallas Cowboys Absolutely. are. Everybody knows who the head coach is, and everybody knows who the quarterback is. Everybody. That's why people, when they have a successful career at the Cowboys, go on and do other shit. I mean, you know, there we've got Danny Don Meredith, you know, quarterback for the Stay Cowboys. Stay, uh, was that the uh, Monday Night Football commentator, color guy? Uh, Turn the, out the lights. Exactly. The party. Romo, over. Aikman. I mean, uh, Witt. Staubach St- did, did color for CBS in the early 80s. It just, I mean, just everybody had, if you have a successful Mike career Dicka with the Cowboys. was the Cowboys. Dicka. If you have a successful career with the Cowboys, you move on to do other things. And that's one thing the Cowboys can offer that nobody else can. Just simply because the Cowboys are the Cowboys. Well, I think there's a certain comfort level that he has with Jared, right? And I think that's hard to find. He's, I think he has a certain control over him where he can, you know, he's almost a little bit of a puppet master, right? I mean, we, we'd, be, we'd be silly if we didn't know what was going behind Correct. the oh, curtain. It, it, so. it, it's, it's exactly. It's, well, I mean, there's some of, some of the coaches out there, they don't play that game very well, right? And there's some coaches that play it excellent. I mean, look at Marvin, Marvin Lewis did it for every year for my Bengals, made the playoffs every year, and they took 10 years to fire the guy, and he made the playoffs every year. Yep. So, I mean, he, he played the game a little bit. So, I, I don't know. It's, well, and that's why the Cowboys coach, head coaching job is, number one, the most highly regarded sought after, but at the same time, nobody really wants it because right. Yeah. You, I mean, it's, I mean, Parcells, supposedly the agreement was Jerry was not going to interfere. Yeah. And that Parcells would, built a really good team. That, yeah. But he got tired of it. He was old already though. And that's yeah, why Jimmy got tired Par- of it. Parcells was on his, was on his last leg to start. With. <clears throat> and, and from, you know, other stuff that I've read, you know, <laughs> Johnson, didn't get, Jimmy didn't get fired. No, it was Jimmy quit. He quit, and it four years was about as long as he was going to go anywhere. He's never been anywhere longer than five years. And well, he was anywhere. done. He was done, and it, it, he's he's happy as a pig and shit right now. Dude, he's so, doing whatever he wants, whoever he wants, whenever he wants. Drinking all the Heineken. I'm good with that. Uh, so then the boys asked him something that we all would like to know from Jerry. Do you think the defense has underperformed? Cut seven, producer. Had times when we can tackle better. I think we've uh, had times when uh, uh, we've got some backs that uh, if they'd looked back at the ball, they wouldn't have gotten the calls for interference. And if they'd looked back more, I've seen us make some plays where we did look back and uh, – they were great uh, defensive plays. I think you can take bad angles. Uh, I've seen he take great angles and make great plays. I've seen uh, his angles lack. Uh, that's important at safety that you do that. Uh, I think you've uh, got to have some instincts back there. Twenty-seven has them. Uh, I think a woozy has them. I've seen. I've seen uh, uh, really uh, Byron Jones. I've seen Byron Jones really do some real good. Uh, do some real good things. Two or three of those guys I just mentioned 
did them better last year. Uh, but this is just the first third of the season this year. We may be having a different conversation in the next six games, one way or the other. No, and I, again, I agree with that. You know, dude, Terry's a really smart dude. You know that? He's the greatest, he's the greatest salesman on the Ouch. planet, dude. He's the greatest he, salesman on the he planet. He might be the – No, Prove you know what? I'm going to say this. Absolutely. He is the greatest owner in the history of the National Football League. I am. No, I – in terms of promotion, yeah, absolutely. promoting his team, marketing. Remember back in the 90s and when he was he, signing? What he's done for the league? When he was signing deals absolutely. with Miller Lite to sponsor the Cowboys when Bud Light was the NFL sponsor? Yep. When he signed a sponsorship deal with Pepsi for Texas Stadium? When, when Coke Coca-Cola. was the National Football League sponsor? Dude, he went against the grain and changed everything. Right. He, no, man, he's really smart. He, You're smart, Jerry. Yeah. We need to have you on live, brother. Uh, the next question was, do you think there is an officiating problem in the NFL? Shippy, cut eight. Anytime you try to create complete consistency and complete accuracy, just call it right. You've missed the point of interpreted. Uh, 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 we've, we've got hands to the face. You know? uh, but uh, uh, we also call hands to the neck. So uh, what are you trying to accomplish? Is it called much? No. We had the same rule on the books for probably the first 15 years I was in the league, and that was you can't touch a guy uh, as a, a, a secondary pass defender. You can't touch the receiver five yards down the field. You can't check him. You can't put your hands. You can't do that. We never enforced it. We decided to start enforcing it, and we changed the game for the benefit of the offense. When we started enforcing touching the guy past five yards down the field, uh, are we are we enforcing it a little different now? I think so. On terms of touching them five yards down the field, you need to get your head. you need to look around. You can't be touching them and fighting them and hand checking them and doing all that kind of stuff. Touching them, yes, but you better get that head around and like look like you're looking at the ball. You won't get it called if you I'm get pulling the all that audio. Generally speaking, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's right. Um, there's no question. He and it sounds like he's got an issue with with offic- the officiating. Like I said, he's, he's he was at the owners meetings. Is he or, is he or Stephen the head of the competition committee now? Jerry, Jerry still, still is still Jerry. Uh, he's still he's more active with the league now than he is with the team. But when he retires, that'll all go to Stephen. Um, so I don't know if you guys know or not. October thirteenth, three days ago, Jerry's birthday. Turned 77 years old. The day of the game. Um, Happy birthday, Jerry. He was 47 when he bought the Cowboys in 1989. For how much, do you remember? Wasn't a lot. I mean. $150 million. Do you know how much he had to borrow? $140 million. How's that investment looking 30 years later? Yeah. They're worth $5.5 billion? Yeah. Yeah. I'd take that investment. (laughs) Why didn't my dad do that? That's probably another another miss. I could have been Steven. (laughs) Damn it! He was we a year, done this. He was two years younger than us right now when he bought the freaking Cowboys. He was freaking an idiot. Ten years younger? I said two years. Oh, I thought you said ten. Yeah, aren't you fifty-seven? <laughs> so Jerry, fixed to whip your ass. At seventy-seven, do you still find a way to have a good time on your birthday? KT, cut nine, brother. Well, you can imagine. Uh, we didn't expect to uh, make it to uh, have a loss, and uh, uh, we did. 
Uh, I would say, Jerry, surely you don't go through life going to a football game and not think you might. Not with the Cowboys playing like this, I ain't. And I, of course, I don't. And I know that those kinds of things happen. I know you have all kinds. I did appreciate, though, uh, just by the nature of it, I got to be with a lot of my family and my immediate family, kids and grandkids. And uh, uh, so. Uh, that that made a nice time. Up. You know, seriously now, uh, I can get up and get uh, dignant, and I can get mad with the best of I can do that. But I really, yeah, right. when I pout for over a few seconds, or I really catch myself complaining, I ask my friends to get away from me, and I duck because lightning's going to strike me. <laughs> I've had it too good to complain. <laughs> Oh God, so man, I love that, we'll man. take care of this flat because if I'm complaining. Dude, I'm going to sports cry the fuck out of my tears when he dies, man. <laughs> no, it, it, it's, it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be a rough Good day. Lord, I, mean, I love that guy. The uh what he's what he's brought to this organization, what he's brought to this league, what he's I mean, the whole everybody that has ever played from the time the man came in to the time the man leaves forever needs to thank him for everything that he's done for them, the money he's put in their pocket, and just uh, – the dude's awesome, man. And, yeah. and, yeah, is he is he a great – is he a great owner? Yes. Is he a great GM? Meh. Meh. Is but, he a terrible GM? But, but he's got Will McClay, and he's listening to other people now. Is he a terrible GM? He's not a terrible GM. No, is he worse than Bruce Allen in Washington? Because, right now? because he's listening. He's listening to other people. He's listening to. He's listening to Stephen. He's listening to Will McClay. He's get. He's got other people in his ear where he did. He wasn't doing that back. You know, in the in the late nineties, he he wasn't he wasn't listening to anybody else. So the last question, and this is my favorite: What would seventy-seven-year-old Jerry tell forty-seven-year-old Jerry? In hindsight, good God, this is a loaded question. Shippy, cut ten. You know, I've had a lot of fun. Nobody's supposed you to think? live a life of just fun, but I've had a lot of fun. I would say, uh, I, I know you want to accomplish, and I know you want to make your family proud of you. Uh, and by the way, I know you want to have uh, uh, some, uh, uh, not be uh, worried about how you're going to pay your bills. And I knew all of that. I knew admiring a cashier that made $100 a week. And I said, if you ever got to where you could make $100 a week, you could quit worrying about money for the rest of your life. <laughs> and I remember that like yesterday when I looked at it. But, of course, I got exposed to sport, and I had the uh, complete area. I will tell you that I've always uh, felt uh, that you need to be doing both. Absolutely. You need to be not only focused and having something that's got you excited, but you need to be having some fun. And uh, so I've practiced that, and I've had too much fun when I should be working before, and I've had too much work when I shouldn't have been having fun before. Uh, so I, I kind of at least realize that you're supposed to spend a little time smiling. I did that very early. Well. And when I played football, it'd be arduous. It'd be tough. Gosh, those old two-a-days, and everything would be going good. I remember one time over at Little Rock, we were playing Baylor. And we'd been up and down the field, up and down the field. You could hardly breathe. 
and our quarterback got intercepted right as we were scoring a touchdown. Bobby Maples ran it back 80-something yards, All-American for Bakers. By the way, and I do know Bobby out, Maples I when him. I heard this on the radio. And when I caught him, knocked the ball out. We recovered it He's right no longer there with and had to turn around and go back hard, 85 Bobby. yards hard, to go. And our coach was always saying, man, you see your character. You see your character in the fourth quarter when you're tired. And I said, laughing, I said, man, I couldn't even breathe. I said, if we can get this thing from here in, we got character. We got character. Let's go. <laughs> so I'm so going to keep that point cut is, The whole point is that there's always time and a good time for a little humor, and I have practiced Yeah, I'm going to keep that cut forever for prosperity after he's long gone so I can listen to it over and over again. Yeah. There is the Jerry Jones interview with Ben Eskin yesterday on 105.3 The Fan. We review that every week, and I thank – Mr. KT Fun tweets Kevin Turner from The Fan. Mr. Gavin Spittle, the Hockey Hawk, program director over at The Fan, because I usually get that audio twice because they want to make sure we get it, which is cool. So we, thanks to them. We appreciate them sending that over to us, letting us review it. We're going to take a quick break, after which we will get into a couple of shout-outs that we've got. We're going to get into some drunk sports ramblings of news and notes. We used to call that short shots, but I like the longer name because it's funny and I like to say it. And then we were going to get into the NFL two-minute drill Get into some NFL news and notes. We may talk a little bit of golf, a little bit. I mean, we do have maybe a little have, bit of golf. We have nice. we, a little bit. We have we the have, golf. We have the here. expert. We're going to ask Mr. Chris Bussell live on the air uh, what his true feelings are about Brooks Kepka. Oh, Ooh. hey, we might. Hey, it, I've read an article. <laughs> I, well, yeah. and then we're going to ask him who's better, Fuzzy Zeller or Brooks Kepka. Oh. We'll be back right after this. Are you struggling with your golf game? Do you not get up and down as frequently as you should? Do you struggle making six, seven, eight foot putts? Well, it's because you don't do one thing. Practice. Hi, this is Chris Bustle, General Manager of the Highlands Performance Golf Center in Carrollton, Texas. The Golf Center is North Dallas's premier practice facility. With over 65 grass tees, two putting greens, a short game area, and covered heated tees, you can practice your game all year round. Located in Carrollton off Trinity Mills Road between Marsh and Midway, we're open until 10 p.m. seven days a week. The other services offered at the Highlands Performance Golf Center are club repair, club regripping, club fitting, TPI fitness classes with Chris Orenby, our certified instructor, an 18-hole mini golf course, two junior golf instructors that handle all of our clinics and camps, and six Class A members of the PGA of America for all your instructional needs. Come see us at the Golf Center or visit the website at www.highlandspgc.com. <coughs> Sounds like you got a nasty cough. Yeah? No shit. Here, baby. Try this. Soothe? Yeah. Soothe annihilates cough and cold symptoms. Wow. I'm seeing donkeys. <laughs> That's the patented cough-killing concoction of codeine, morphine, and alcohol. Your cold will be history. How's your cold now? Who the hell are you? I'm your wife, fool. Soothe kills a cough fast. And for the kid's chesty cough, it's Soothe Junior, the medication that comes in a fun, animal-shaped container kids will love. Hey, look at me. I'm binging on medication just like Dad. Ugh. Oh, my God, he's barely breathing. No, that, that, that's just the, the medicine doing his magic. Thanks to Soothe, his cough is history. With Soothe, you'll forget you had a cough, your name, or where to properly go to the bathroom. Feel better fast with Soothe.
There's a war going on in the streets. It's the War on Thirst. Splunk is winning the War on Thirst with the new grenade-shaped can. Hey, yo, pull the pin and blow your thirst right off in that brand new taste explosion. Boom! Now that's the sound of refreshment. Sprunk, go AWOL from the Cola Wars with an energizing mix of lemon, lime, ten times the caffeine and sugar. Plus, mercury and benzene for that extra pop. Yo, it'll bring the temperature right up. And the bubbles. Other beverages use carbon dioxide. But use ether to kick up that phase. Thanks to all that mercury, you won't remember anything that tasted so good. Now pick up a Sprunk Thermonuclear six-pack. Kill thirst and liven up the party. Toss your friends a Sprunk in the grenade-shaped can and enter the Sprunk sweepstakes where you can win a real case of grenades. Sprunk, blow your thirst right off in that brand new taste explosion. Hey, this is Chris Arnold from the Dallas Mavericks and 105 through the fan. And I always look forward to having a drink with the boys from the Drunk Sports Podcast. Sperm Bank. You may know me by the name Jimbo Not So Sweeney. You might also know me in other avenues of the world as one Kevin Spooge Nacho Mama. So if you know me as those names, then welcome to the show. I'm glad I don't have any of those nicknames. I'll just stick with one. Well, I get around a lot, you know. (laughs) My Nacho. I got to use a lot of aliases. Lance has his one. Uh, we appreciate everybody that's watching us on Facebook and YouTube right now. We appreciate the comments. Keep those things coming. Uh, if you are not lucky enough to be able to watch us on the internet, which if you're not, I'm not sure how you're hearing me live right now. Um, but even if you are, then we would love, oh, what's this? Mr. Andrew Elliott's on. Andrew, I told you I would get back with you about that. We can't talk drugs on the air, brother. We're going to get busted. Uh, if you would like to listen to us, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and your favorite podcast app because we are on all of them. We would appreciate you subscribing. We would appreciate you leaving a nice review. Uh, and then our YouTube channel. We've got some fun stuff on the YouTube channel. Please subscribe to us there. Like the page. Hit that little bell so that you get notifications of when we post stuff. Quick couple of shout-outs. I want to give another shout-out to our buddies over at Oil It Beards. If you guys can see this little masterpiece I've got going right here. Yeah. Uh, it's our good buddies, our good buddy Phil over at Oil at Beards, based up here in Little Elm. Uh, made of 100% natural cold-pressed oils consisting of avocado, sunflower, almond, and argon. Argon? Argon? I don't even know what that is, so but that's what's on the thing. Basically what you're saying is all your shit has migrated from Researched and tried by tough men of all statures, from construction workers to me, the biker. So they've got barbershop, saddleback, leather, woodsman, and they have an unscented option too. I, I prefer the uh, woodsman. That's my favorite. That's kind of the ladies like. Okay, Lance, you go with me to bars. You tell me if this is true or not. You've witnessed this live in person. I walk into a bar and a chick wants to sniff my beard. You've seen that happen live in person. I have. Yeah. And that's a pretty good it's feeling, o- man. It's, it's overrated. I ain't going to lie. That is a <laughs> freaking awesome feeling. Uh, so let Go check out the boys on uh, at Oil at Beards on Facebook, oilatbeards.com. Let them know any cartoon from the Drunk Sports Podcast sent you, and he'll probably charge you double. But we appreciate those guys over there. Uh, we love us some of them. 
We're going to get into some drunk sports ramblings of news and notes. News and notes. Oh, here we go. Hey, we, we have got, music for that, we, don't we? We do. God, we're just going to play the crap out of this. Like it. Yeah, me too. It's badass. By the way, this courtesy of Mr. Colby Sapp from 105.3 The Fan from the old Arnie Spanier show with his old segment, News and Notes, and I stole it eight years ago, and I finally have a reason to use it. We're going to turn up News and God. Notes again. Love this oh. stuff. So, Lance, you will probably find interest in our first story here. I'm not sure if you heard about this. This was a couple weeks old. I haven't been able to fit it in the show yet. There is a St. Louis bar uh, called Open Concept. Open. They don't charge you by the drink. They charge you by the drunk, the hour. Oh, how about that? We How do you like them apples? Damage there. Hang on. Now wait. I'm fixing to start running a bar. Do I want to start charging people by the hour? That's no, why I, I thought. I know, I know way too many drunks. You would be interested in this. I this know summer, way too many drunks. Word hit the digital street that a St. Louis government official was planning to open a bar called Open Concept that charged patrons by the hour rather than by the drink. Surely some skeptics, skeptics figured this unique payment structure would actually never clear the necessary hurdles and open its doors. Well, it's they were wrong. It did. The bar launched Friday and planned to charge guests $10 per hour to access to their premium beer, wine, and liquor and $20 per hour to access their top shelf beer, wine, and liquor. Owner Michael, Michael Butler states that the first option includes mostly draft beer, draft wine, and draft cocktails, while the second option includes all those in addition to straight pours of alcohol. It bills itself as an open bar, which guests pay to gain access. The website says for an average price of $10 per hour, you can drink as much as you can handle. However, wow, customers are encouraged to buy their time in advance on the bar's website. The walk-ins are also accepted where there's room. Guests are able to tip the bartender either in advance at the door or cash after each order. Customers who booked online will receive a confirmation code to show at the door. All customers will also receive text messages at the bar, alerting them as to how much time they have left on their booking. If I'm drinking by the hour, you better get my tip before I start. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding, dude. (laughs) Woo! So it says, when we we see, because this was my concern. When we see people becoming visibly intoxicated, then we serve them Pedialyte. We care about our customers, he says. Sponsored by Pedialyte. Most people, once they've been drinking, just want something fruity and tasty. We can serve them Pedialyte and say, hey, slow down. Uh, They use height and weight information on a guest driver's license to determine how many drinks to serve them per hour. Uh, Oh, wait. That was Uh, a... No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. uh, In error. Uh, Reports. That was a report, but Butler says that's unfounded. Though bartenders do take into account a person's physical stature when visually evaluating how drunk they are. I wouldn't drink near as much as my wife had my <laughs> driver's license in her hand going by my height and weight. Right? She would cut me off way earlier. Exactly. And this show oh, would be true. like 30 minutes. <laughs> like it's supposed to be. Damn it. Originally. Yes. That's what we... Uh, yeah. 34 uh, episodes ago, we were trying yeah. to go... 30-minute episodes. 30-minute episodes. We want 30-minute episodes because that's the average Drive time. Drive time. People can listen to one episode on their way to work. But you know what? We had too much to say, and 
Tim's too long-winded. We can't never get him to shut up long enough, so we have to go with two hours now. Yeah, it's all my fault. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so we're next. We're an hour yeah, on already. drunk sports ramblings of news and notes. Two women among five charged after uproar over orange juice refill bill at IHOP. Uh, see, Lance, I, you ever eat at IHOP? I saw I saw OJ refills, and I was, I was worried about. Don't diss my brother. Orenthal James. Don't diss my brother Orenthal James, man. (laughs) He's my dude. Some members of a group at a restaurant that became unruly, totally innocent. After getting a bill innocent for orange juice refills, now face charges according to the Asheville. North and let it dry out. You're never going to get your hand back in. Yeah, it fit. Got, well, that's the, that's the, that was the prosecution. I have, I have players. You have must players equit. Equit? Acquit. Acquit. You must acquit. Acquit. Yeah, well. Totally innocent. Stupid. OJ's, our great Hall of Famer, has been wronged Idiots. in this country. Shut up, Tim. Christina Howling's police public information officer said the assault was reported September 26th at the IHOP on Tunnel Road in Asheville, North Carolina. A large party of 12 restaurant guests finished their meal and had received the final bill. Members of the party became angry due to the additional charges for orange juice refills. Who thinks orange juice refills are free? They're not. No. They're not. not Why would juice. you think that? Nope. It's a specialty. Tea. The restaurant guests were and asked Cole. to leave, and several did without further incident. A few members of the party remained inside and began yelling and eventually overturned a table and assaulted two employees, according to Howlings. I thought I was the only one overturned tables at IHOP. Apparently we're not. Both victims suffered non-life-threatening injuries. Investigators identified and charged five people with felony assault, inflicting serious body injury, and misdemeanor assault, inflicting serious injury. Two of the five charged were juveniles. I'm just curious. Does it say what time this occurred? Is this an AM? 45 AM. Okay. I was waiting for someone to ask that. Yeah, well, you know. Yes. So our last drunk sports rambling news and note, which I thought funny. High school football player tackles his teammate after an interception was returned the wrong way. So who was that? Yes, it's funny. But that happened in the NFL. That happens all the time, it seems. No, You're talking about Jim Marshall with the Minnesota Vikings. Why did somebody tackle Jim Marshall? Because they couldn't catch him. They were chasing him. You seen the video? Well, there wasn't even was you know, twenty no, yards. You know, you know who was blocking for him? The opposing team when he recovered the fumble were blocking his own teammates trying to tackle him. <laughs> and he didn't check out the video, dude. And they thought that he like he didn't even think about it. He gets into the end zone. The first people there to pat him on the head and hug him, the, I think it was the 49ers, the yeah. opposing team. God bless you, Jim Marshall. Hall of Famer, by the way. He is. Kind of like Leon Letts could be known for that bonehead. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 I got Letts. But he was a badass player, man, for this team. He needs to be in the Big ring cat. of honor. Um, all of the weird things to happen on a football field, this was one of them. That was my summary of what happened. <laughs> How'd you like that? <laughs> great. At some point during the game, Fairfield, California, by the way, this is Fairfield High School. Oh, shit, they're in California. Yeah, no wonder exactly. you ran the wrong way. Yeah. Fairfield picked off a pass running from Rodriguez High School. But the intercepting player took off running for the wrong end zone. That was when Fairfield player K-Ron Thrower had to take matters into his own hands to stop his teammate from running into embarrassing safety. K-Ron. That sounds Thrower ran 50 yards. Why is a guy named Thrower (laughs) catching the ball and not throwing the ball? Uh, He ran 50 yards to bring down his teammate to the 10-yard line with a clutch tackle. As he pointed out, it was not a top play and a top play all in one. 
Um, you can see the Fairfield players pointing to the correct end zone, but props to Thrower for the heads-up effort to tackle his own teammate. It was a player's first interception. He just got turned around, didn't realize which way he was going. As big as the tackle was, Fairfield still lost 14-7, and guess what? They are 0-7 on the season. Oh. For trying to run the interception the wrong oh, way. Oh, breaking. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was stupid. I don't know why I read that. Man. I give. I quit. I'm not good at broadcasting anymore. I'm an award-winning but you also, local but you, radio and television person. But you also drank a Truly before the show. That was my wife's. And it's it's sitting there on the table. And I'm yeah, getting, dude. It's, I'm getting questions about it. Dude, it's good, man. This That's, is. Hey, look at the name of it. What flavor is it? Passion fruit. Passion fruit. <laughs> even put it up there. even more. I like that. Even more wrong. Oh. No, that can't. That can't stay there. All I think that, of. That can't stay there. Is the Commodores or Lionel Richie? Truly, truly in love with you, girl. He still got it, doesn't he? Good for him. I need more beer, Getting man. Up there. That's impressive. That's hard hey, to do. Hey, let's get into some NFL two-minute drill. You're on the two-minute drill. Go. Oh, God, don't bring that back up. <laughs> you know how many times I actually was on the two-minute drill? Like all of them. So are you guys familiar with a Philadelphia Eagles player named Zach Brown? Not the band. Not the band. Zach Brown talks, of course, he used to play for Washington. Washington? Washington. Washington. The Eagles released used linebacker to. Used to. Zach Brown on Monday, a day after their defense was shredded by Kirk Cousins and a Vikings <laughs> offense that until very recently resembled a headless chicken. The shit canning is all the more embarrassing for Brown because it came after he ran his mouth about Cousins and then joined his teammates in getting pantsed by the underwhelming quarterback. So here was his quote before the game. And I'll try to read it like a linebacker. Okay. I think every defense is going to one. No, oh, wait, that's he's white. Never mind. I won't do that. I was doing a dip. I was doing the I was doing something I shouldn't have done. No. I think no, just talk I like Vanderash would do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think every defense is going to want that guy to throw the ball. For me, that's probably the weakest part of their offense is him. Everything else is good. Uh, they're not a good running team. Probably one of the worst in the league. They've got terrible receivers. Diggs if you want to beat receiver. them, they need to pass the ball. You want to put the ball in Kirk Cousins' hands. Don't get Kurt mad, dude. He gets mad. So, end quote. <laughs> Kirk Cousins is not generally someone to ha you have to worry about getting all charged up by bulletin board material, but it's a wise policy all the same to save your shit talking until after you've won the game. Instead, the Eagles spent their Sunday getting smushed, and afterward, Brown was saltier than seawater when asked about Cousins. Brown will have to catch on somewhere else after the Eagles cut him loose on Monday if he wants another shot at proving his point about Cousins. The Eagles would not be releasing Brown had they felt his contributions to their defense couldn't be replaced. But it's worth mentioning that both ESPN and Pro Football Talk Eagles indicated like that? that Brown's blabbering about Cousins didn't help. So, hey, let's go You talk. like that? Remember that? Yeah. In the hallway? You like that? You like, you like that? that? You like that? Don't, you get like that? Mad. don't get Kurt mad. <laughs> Good Lord. Just let your why, – why just don't do less of this, right? And then just let your actions on the field exactly. speak for it. NFL Power Rankings. For this week. We don't do this every week. I usually try, but I wanted to talk about it this week because the Cowboys fell so far. 
Are they in the bottom half yet? Yes. Good. They are. <clears throat> Good. Um, so the top ten you are really deserve no. to be in the bottom half. There are some surprises for me in the top ten. Um, number ten, the Ravens. Last week they were twelve. The Colts are nine. That's and surprising. Dude, talk about talking shit. What did I do when Andrew Luck retired? All I did was talk shit because you said they had they no were quarterback. Garbage. Because they had no quarterback. Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. No, that's surprising. No but doubt. Nobody expects him to be hey. worth a damn. He's a hell of a bus driver. <clears throat> that's true. And He's, that's fine. They're three and two. Three and two. Uh, they went up a spot last week. Number ten. Number eight. Your Houston Texans last week up they fifteen. My Houston Texans. Number seven, the Minnesota Vikings at four and two. Last week they were number thirteen. By the way, this is courtesy of uh, the Athletic. Of course, every media outlet has their power rankings, but I, I always go with the Athletic. Five queens. By the way, the team that I picked to win that division. It's not looking great, but it's not looking terrible right now. They're going to have to get past the Packers. Uh, number six, your Chefs. Last week they were number three. They fall to number six after losing. Yeah, they come yeah, with they'll, they'll, be, yeah. they'll be right back. They'll be fine. I, I tell you what. Well, home, that, that number right now is really good to get on with uh, their playing. Oh, the upcoming one. Uh, Denver. They're playing, Denver, playing in Denver this yeah. week. Yesterday is at three. If it falls to two and a half, you better jump on it. Uh, Mahomes is, I mean, he's hobbled a little bit. I mean, I don't so care. Still, he's it's, it's tough. If, if, if it falls to two and a half, Two you home get losses it. and Arrowhead. That's tough. Yeah, that's the most surprising part of that two losses. Is I went to I went to a game at Airhead last year. It's it gets rowdy. Yeah, it's so rowdy. loud for an open stadium. Yeah, it's awesome. So loud. But yeah, that's two two bumps for them. Number five, Seattle Seahawks at five and one, up a spot from number six. There's your manager right there, Russ. Yeah, your game manager yeah. right there. Uh, uh, he's, he's I think he's leading the pack right now for uh, MVP. The G- it, it, it's for, no Russell Wilson. Russell uh, Wilson. Yeah, no, he is, is for sure. Li- Leading the pack for MVP in in uh, on the Vegas odds. Number four, like two. Your Green Bay Packers, Arnie, at five and one. Shut up, Arnie. Still there. At don't even f- from number four last week. Number in, three, dude. and this surprises me, and I don't know why, because they've at this point they've earned it. The San Francisco 49ers bitches. Right, Jimmy G. I'm a, wide, good I'm a wide receiver. Get, Next yeah. year, I hope to be a tight end. Yeah. That's what I love about San Francisco is all the tight ends, <laughs> bitches. Hey, still the greatest stand-up of all time. Number Look two. Roddy Davis-Field, Junk Comedians. New Orleans Saints at five and one. Yep. Back Maintaining up. Maintaining from last week at number two. And can anybody guess the number one team in the power rankings? Again. Again. They have not moved. They have not Ooh. faltered. Should not. Your... England, England Patriots. England Patriots. Your England Patriots. <laughs> they do the most with less it, it, because absolutely. they've got a quarterback that can do anything, and they got a coach that can coach anybody. 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 I freaking hate the Patriots. Pick up, guys. Off the street. I almost wore my Patriots hat tonight, too. Turn into studs, man. I mean, it's, it, it, it's what he does. That's I mean, what he does. It's Ooh. oh one for one. <laughs> so, quickly, I wanted to touch on the XFL draft because that happened, the first phase. That's maybe the first thing here coming up soon. Uh, yes, of course, the Dallas Renegades playing at uh, what will be a reconfigured Globe Life Park. Yep, we've already seen that. Yep. And I, <clears throat> now, this is no Vince McMahon, right? This, uh, no, still. He's yeah. still in, okay. yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, but no Donald Trump this time. Oh, no DT. He's too busy doing other no, stuff. No, it, but Oliver Luck, Andrew's dad, is the commissioner. And, and you, can part bet your, you can bet your ass that Andrew will be part of it before it's over with. He will be a part of it. So they assigned, not drafted, they assigned their quarterbacks. 
So you don't draft quarterbacks. They assigned them. And, of course, Bob Stoops is our head coach and GM here in Dallas, so they had to assign a freaking ex-UO quarterback in the name of Landry Jones <coughs> to reunite with Bob Stoops here in Dallas. And I got no problem with Landry Jones. All these guys were backups. They're, they weren't in the NFL um, the most notable they were name in the NFL. The most uh, notable name that I saw was Luis Perez going to the Los Angeles Wildcats. Uh, played at Texas A&M Commerce. I remember him there, Division Two school. However, I remember him more currently or more recently in the AAF that you and I right. kind of watched a little bit right. before their demise. Right. I forgot what team he played for, but he was by far the best quarterback. But we in also that got we also got uh, Lance. Uh, What's his name? Dorset. No. Well, I mean, <laughs> if, if they want coverage like the Cowboys are getting right now, I could play a cornerback. But uh, <laughs> wait, I gotta find it. Hang on, where's it at? Where'd it go? Uh oh, what? Where'd it go? What? What? Where's it here? I gotta here? find it. Hang on. That's fired. That's fired. <laughs> no. Uh, the, who was used to be our backup running back? One of our backup running backs. Third, third down back. Oh. Uh, Lance Dunbar. Lance Dunbar is yes. is he's a renegade. Is a renegade back in Dallas. Yep, playing across the street now from the other stadium. Well, he's played in the old now, baseball. What, what are the rosters? How many are on the roster here? So Do I don't. Have, they have they haven't finished their full draft yet. I just or at least I didn't have it. The, the but the roster this, this, here we go. This, no, I have I, this I past have. draft they did was uh, was uh, special. No, especially players. Uh, no, I do. I have the full. The full rosters here. Some here we go. There will be fifty-two players on the final rosters to be determined wow. in January. Same. Yeah, forty-six active for each game. Wow. So same now. Can we, same is so. Is is Johnny Football in the league? No. Okay. And we, can we find Colin a job in the league? No. 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 Interesting. No. Okay. Would you give him a job? Well, if you were if you were Bob Stoops, I mean, fifty-three guys to choose from. I mean, there can't be too many guys if, who if you were who are Bob Stoops on the practice. These guys are not on practice squads of actual. No, uh, no, these NFL. guys are I mean, not. They, they on are any below NFL roster. Exactly. If you were Bob Stoops, yeah, would you give Colin Kaepernick a job? Sure. Why not? It's good publicity, right? Get something to talk about, chatter about, get some butts in the seats. And if he kneeled, oh, well, if he I mean, knelt during the national anthem. Would you grab him by his hair and make him stand up? I would think that if he signed on to my team, you don't team have to say to play, anything you don't want to say. No, no, no. If he signed on to, if that was part of the deal, then but I would. Then yes. So some notable names: Trent Richardson. There you go, Michigan former State former Colts and Browns running back was not selected in Phase One of the draft. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. So of these fifty-three guys, I mean, we're talking. Uh, 39 receivers, 20 running backs, 15 tight ends, and six quarterbacks were taken by the eight teams. Players will be paid base salaries of $2,080 every two weeks. Wow. According to information distributed this month to agents. $55,000 there will be a $1,000 annual salary. $1,685 bonus for being on the active roster for a game and a $2,200 bonus for every team win. So player who is active for all 10 games and is on a team that goes 5-5 five and five would earn $55,000 for the year. Quarterbacks are expected to earn higher salaries, but their exact financial terms are not known. So, again, more some, some notable names. Connor Cook, former Michigan State quarterback with two seasons with the Raiders. I remember that being a, a top and name the talking about whenever, whenever yeah. 
Whenever uh, Dak uh, was drafted. Christine for. Michael went to the Battle Christine Hawks. Michael. Yep. Tyree Jackson. Is, is she a he? It's a he. That's a he. Oh, sorry. Uh, running bad. back Andre Williams went to the Roughnecks. Rashard Davis is in the league. James Madison. So, yes. Matt McGloin. Quarterback. Penn State. Yeah. Pat McGloin again. And then, of course, Aaron Murray was one of the most notable names. That's went a Georgia guy. Tampa Bay Vipers. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. So, yes, the XFL is up and running. We're looking forward to that in January. I'm kind of, I kind of actually am looking forward to it. I was kind of a. I, I, we, I, we need to have a presence. Why don't we go together? And, Why don't we buy a team? Let's not buy a team. Let's just buy some tickets and go out there and have a podcast. Everybody. Let's do it, man. I bet I can find out who the uh, people are that we need to talk to about doing a podcast during the game at the stadium. Let's do it. Hell, maybe we can just call the game. Maybe. I bet they'd let us do that. Can, can, so, can we do it drunk? Why have we not done another shot yet? Because I haven't, haven't made one yet. yet. Would you like to do that while hey, I discuss Cardell, Cardell Jones. Cardell Jones, Cardell Jones is there. Cardell, yeah, Cardell Jones is drafted. I hate Cardell Jones. What's wrong with him? 12 gauge. It's my 12 gauge. Is that lightning that I just saw? Uh, or is someone taking pictures of us? Some, probably. Someone's either in the street Pro- taking paparazzi. pictures of us right now. Paparazzi, paparazzi is here. <laughs> paparazzi is or here. Or it is lightning. What do you got with 12 gauge? What's your beef? No, I, I, don't have, I don't have beef with it. I mean... But he couldn't make it in the league. No, so well, that's tough. I, I, I think I, I think he'll. I mean, I think I he'll be. It it's not easy. If I wanted to. Talking about the league, any the, league, the not for long league. Oh, I could do that. I could make it. Whatever name a position, dude. I would dominate right now. At age forty, almost forty-nine years old, I would. Especially <laughs> At age forty, almost forty-nine. Well, I mean, that's what old time Brady is. So. See, he's still doing it. He might be older <laughs> than me. Doug Peterson, oh, Lance. <laughs> Drunk Big Red. Doug Peterson made. Do you want Drunk Big Red or do you want just Big Who's Red? Who's here right now? Because I, I don't know yet. <laughs> We're getting ready to cross over. <laughs> yeah. After the second shot, we will say goodbye to Lance and him. Do you want? Do you want? Have, you want Big Red's opinion or do you want Drunk Big Red's? Opinion? I want Drunk Big yeah, Red's I opinion. Do too. Nobody right. cares about Big Red. <laughs> All right, let's go. So, Doug Peterson. Here's his quote Monday on WIP Radio. Dude, what douchebag. I know the sky's falling outside. I get that. But we're going down to Dallas, and our guys are going to be ready to play. And we're, he didn't burn. That was me. That was an editorial. And we're going to win that football game. And when we do, we'll be in first place through here. in the NFC East. We control our own destiny. We're right where we need to be. Isn't that a song? And I'm right where I need to be. Yeah, Gary Allen. Nick, Nickelback? No, Gary Allen. <laughs> I don't listen to Nickelcrack. Uh, lost your place? This has been, you'd be, you'd, has it been perfect or beautiful. You need bigger fall. Or all that. I do. I do. Some of your readers. But all we do, all we got to do is try to be, oh, God almighty. Holy what know shit. this week. It all, Beat the Dallas Cowboys. It's all first clear place. now. And listen, they're reeling too. They're struggling too. They've dropped their last three games. So this will be an exciting football game. So, of course, the Eagles and Cowboys are both three and three. So based on that quote, does it sound to you like he was guaranteeing a win? He guaranteed a win. Yeah. I disagree. Because well, you're a pussy. That's why. I've been called worse. <laughs> well, I mean, like on the way here by like four your wife. people on the street. I think your wife called you that because you forgot so much shit. Um, 
I, I think I, it's going to be a great game. I think both what? defenses give up a lot of points for a lot of yards, right? And, and we know that Doug Peterson's going to have some trickery up his sleeve like he always does. He's going to do something stupid or, you know, fake an easy field goal or go for two when there's no reason to go for two. They'll run the Philly special and it'll, it'll work because nobody's ready for it. I don't think he was guaranteeing a win. I think he was doing an interview on Philly radio with a bunch of Philly blowhard idiots because I've heard that station and they're all freaking idiots. That was that close. Almost hit the fan. That looked like a deck uh, pass. From I just feel like he was week. doing an interview and he was getting psyched up. And he said, we're going to go down there and win the game. Then we'll be in first place. I don't feel like he was guaranteeing a win. But, dude, he got lit up dude, But here in Dallas. Wouldn't it be nice to have a coach that, fire. That, that, would yes. go, that would go into an interview and have a little bit of fire to I talk? I do not it's, disagree it's, it's with that. Just, yeah, it's a, it's a process. And we're going to, we're gonna we're gonna you know, the three phases of the game. And we're going to do this. And... We gotta, we gotta check tape. And do you know why I, I don't get play? So sick and shit. Do you know why I don't play shit? the Jason Garrett interview? Up, I, I'm gonna, Are you coding I, I, over there? Are you coding? Oh yeah. Are you, you know? re- rewriting Facebook? At C plus Possibly. Fuck like you're recoding Facebook. Do you know why I don't play the Jason Garrett interviews every week? Because it pisses me Cause off. Because they're terrible. Because it pisses me off. You know, uh, dude, I had to turn it off. I, it, I listen to the fan all day, every day, and whenever he comes on, I have to turn it off. I, I don't have to it. turn it off because I don't understand it anyway. It's not a big deal. Lamar Jackson set records in dual threat performance. So this confuses me. He's a badass, me. dude. Yeah. Wait, but I want, I want, I'm going to read this verbatim, and I want you to tell me if this is confusing or not. Is it, okay, is I need it, those again. Is it him talking? I gave those back to, to no. It's just the way the article's written. Lamar Jackson put on a show once again and made some NFL history in the process of Sunday's 23 to 17 win. Over the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bungles. Yeah, Sorry, Bus. Sorry right. about that. Yeah. C-Bus. Um, the Baltimore Ravens quarterback passed for 236 yards and rushed for 152 yards and a TD, becoming the first player in NFL history with 150-plus rush yards and 200-plus pass yards in a single regular season game. That's surprising, really. Whoa, 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 whoa. Michael Vick never here's did that. That's exactly what I was going to say. Here's where it gets confusing. Like Michael Vick would be up there. Let me reiterate. Becoming the first player in NFL history to do that, the very next sentence. The only other time that feat was accomplished was former San Francisco 49ers Colin Kaepernick in the 2012 playoffs. Don't care. How was that? How was he the first one to do it? If it, they just said it happened before. Do you have to actively be in the league? Is that too? That's too soon. Because if they're just differentiating <laughs> between soon, regular season and the playoffs, that's stupid. You playoffs? Playoffs? We're talking about playoffs? Talk about playoffs? Is it say in, in quotations that those no. players that were surveyed were standing for the <laughs> national anthem or sitting? No, and actually Kaepernick had better stats. He had 263 yards passing and 181 yards rushing versus a. So how was he the first person well, to do it? That's what I'm saying. Sense. It would make no sense. It's the most confusing so, record hey, hey, ever. So they have completely written off Kaepernick. They have. That's Kaep- what I mean. Kaepernick he is. He's an athlete Kaep- next to hey, his name. Kaepernick is no longer even, was never even in the league now. They should have said the human being that's formerly known awesome. as Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, to me, that's now. awesome. So you know what, though? Kudos well, to Lamar Jackson. I'm yeah. here. I'm here. Because I you, come talk to me. Cap. Because Lamar Jackson, I don't know if you know Bus or not, has a very special place in this podcast's heart. Oh, no, I did not know. Uh-uh. So the very first episode one ever of this podcast, before we ever did any other episodes, we'd only talked about doing the podcast. We bought the equipment. We never did anything with it. 
It was my wife's birthday this year, which was in March, March 18th. We celebrated up at Firehouse 52, did all the drinks, all the shots, Ooh. went back to our buddy Scott and Tammy's house, literally right around the corner over by me. And we're all, me and Lance are sitting at the table and we're talking and Lance is like, dude. Turn the mic on. <laughs> we got a fucking podcast right now. Let's do it. Let's I was like, do it. Yes. So neither one of us could drive to go get the equipment. <laughs> we had to send We had to send people to my house to go get the bag. Thankfully, I had it all together already because I was anticipating uh, the bag. We set it up and it was a shit show of the highest order. We published it online. Of course, there was no video. We didn't even have this. It was just very basic. No intro, no nothing. It was just us talking and some guests that were there uninvited. Oh, yeah. Including Lee Trevino's granddaughter. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know Lee Trevino's granddaughter. She's not a fan. None of his family are fans of him, by the way. Oh. That's Um, terrible. Unless you're a fan of Happy Gilmore, which is all she could quote. Love. So anyway, long story short, we were so drunk, we made zero sense. But at one point, he proclaimed Lamar, because we were talking about the AFC North, because we were talking about the Browns. Yep. And he was talking about, oh, Lamar Jackson, the Heisman Trophy winner. I'm like, what? Dude, Lamar Jackson never won a fucking Heisman. We're talking about the Ravens. You're a fucking idiot. I mean, the Ravens. What did I say, Rams? Yeah. No, no, Browns. No, you said the Browns. No, we were talking about the Browns. So now you've got three teams involved. The new Browns. We were talking about the Browns, and that carried us into AFC North talk. So it wasn't just me, though. Like, I was like, he never, and like, people around it, like, dude, he never fucking won a Heisman. What, what are you talking? What are you smoking? And so he backed down. He's like, oh, now you're probably right. I don't I, know I, where peer pressure got you. I, I, I don't like confrontation. No, I don't either. <laughs> so that is I where. I will walk a mile out of the way to avoid a fight. That That's is where, where our segment, Apologies and Corrections, came from. Oh, wow. How so the next time we broadcasted, like, an actual planned run sheet episode. I apologize, and I said we had to correct Lance. I looked it up. Of course he won it with Louisville, blah, blah, blah. That was the very first ever apology. Wow. Correction. How about that? 33 episodes ago now. How does he fit that hair in that helmet? Dude, how does Zeke do how it? How does Zeke I do I it? I don't know. How, yeah, I don't what? know. Or, 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 or uh, Mahomes. Mm. Mahomes has got a pretty big-ass head of hair, He's got too. kind of a little mini fro. Like a, like a no, it's, mohawk it's, it's, going. It's like a, it's like a frohawk. A yes. frohawk. I wish I could grow a frohawk. I have an opposite frohawk. Uh, Cowboys Jason Garrett is not worried about his job status. Blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares. He's a dead man walking. Uh, the Dolphins benched Josh Rosen for Fitzpatrick versus how, the Redskins. How about that? Now, he's 53 this year, I think. Josh Rosen? No. He's 53? No, Fitzpatrick. <laughs> I mean, what does that say about Josh Rosen, though? Miami trailed 70 to 3 at the time. <laughs> hey, hey, you trade a first round draft pick for Josh Rosen. First round, it's like a. At, we're throwing in the towel, there's no doubt, but, but now we're now we're not. <laughs> no, we're not going to play him. Hey, no, hey, I defend Josh Rosen. Dude, wait a minute, wait a minute. The greatest post-game interview ever. Josh Rosen? No, hang on. What? Ryan Fitzpatrick walks out. Oh, with the chains, yeah, with the chains. and he, he does he does. Well, the, was he in like New York? Right? Was that in yeah, New York? probably when he, he did the he does, he, he does the whole Colin McGregor deal. Yeah. With yeah. his beard and his chains. And strut. Dude, that was awesome. <laughs> that was the greatest post-game interview of all time, bar none. Bar none. Well, it's you interesting. You see that- my post-game interview uh, at uh, Tanglewood Country Club after the 1989 Louisville Independent School District tournament. 
when I shot a 71. Ooh. Oh, well. And had to do an interview on. with a chick from the Berkner High School newspaper who was there covering it. That was a pretty badass interview. Uh, you still have the same clubs. That's why you can't shoot anywhere I, I near do, a 71. I do, I do have the same clubs. <laughs> That's surprising, though. They wait five games, right? They're 0-5. We, it was all pretty evident that the, the first game, they, weren't gonna, they possibly might not win a game the whole year, and now we're benching. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, added. we've mailed it in, so who's the so third string quarterback Rosen was there? sent to the bench after completing 15 of 25 for 85 yards, 3.4 yards attempt with two picks. Well, he's got a better QBR than um, and Andy Dalton does. 32.9 passer rating. <laughs> His two and T's were both Shots brutal. fired! So, but dude, you know what, though? Again, situation, man. Give, give Rosen a chance. I He's have had no a doubt. chance, Five games. He's had a chance. I have no doubt he'll pull this off. Like, no doubt. The fins, I feel whatsoever. bad for him. All right, we got one more break. Right, hang, hang on, hang on. I have heard that your boy Tannehill will be the oh, starter. Rest of the year, the baby. Yeah. yeah. Rest of the year, Mariota, whose contract is done this year, will not be on the club next year. He, he, will may, be, he may be in the XFL next no, year. No, he may be in Tampa Bay. Because they're replacing boy, because all they do is throw picks down there. I mean, James, they can score a lot of points. Dude, I started, I started that James, idiot. I started what, he that idiot. Seven, he had seven picks last week. No, he had five London. picks yeah. and two fumbles. He mm. had seven turnovers. He can so, oh, yeah. So, I have a couple of things that are in my head that I didn't put down because I heard them today after I did the run sheet. Uh, some funny comments from Dirk. Diggler. To, to Cuban. No, that's me. So, you guys might also know me <laughs> There's from my one. other name. There's Dirk Diggler. So, of course, Cuban promised Dirk the statue on the closing night, you know, there at the AAC. Yep. We had sports cry here. Today. Sitting here watching that TV. Dude, we had all the sports cry that night. Uh, so, today, apparently, they met. I hear this from a source that was there. This was not, like, for the media or anything. But they got together about the statue. Uh, and Cuban told them all about what they were talking about doing, and I didn't get any details of that or anything, but... Cuban did this long spiel unveiled like a picture or something from the artist or sculptor, whatever it is, whatever you call it. I'm clearly not very skilled in, in art. Is it next to the poop downtown? <laughs> is it close to it? <laughs> Have you seen so that? Now? The only response that, and Dirk smiled the whole time, looked at it, examined it, he said for about two minutes, and looked at Cuban. The only thing Dirk said to Cuban after this entire deal. It better not be ugly. <laughs> Dude, the yes. greatest yeah. sports hero of this town oh, for of sure. all time. Right? I, I mean, it even... Put him above Staubach? Oh, man. Emmett? Yeah, it, it, what, it, Emmett went somewhere else. and well, that, wasn't his fault. That, that kind of takes away from it. For you, yeah. He, he, he could have He could have retired. He could have retired. He didn't want to retire. It's fine. Mike but Madonna? Who, by the way, is also getting <laughs> a statue. Just, I'm, like I said, I'm, he, I, that's what I mean. Also, he, he needs a statue. About to fall. Uh, but, yeah, don't don't bump the table, honey. Uh, you just so walk. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I thought that was notable. I had something else in my head. Uh, we still know that Dak still leads the league in QBR. Not quarterback rating. QBR, which is this new... Uh, That's quarterback ready. No, there's another one. It's it's, but it's called. What's it called? Shots QBR. 
Just don't call it quarterback rating. Hell, I don't know. It's all analytical. Anyway, still, yeah, it's very analytical and mathematical based. And, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, apparently nobody cares. <laughs> That's all you, son. Um, well, we're all drunk. So, yes. Yeah, so, another anything before the next break? Nope, we need a break. We need a break. Then we're going to come back. Last thing we're doing for the show tonight, uh, we got some college football picks from our buddy John Gerber. Yep. Jay we're going to go over. Yep. Jay Jeezy, that's Jason. No, it's John Gerber. It's it's a whole. It, you know, I have a whole lot more respect. I thought for, we called him Jay Gerby. I have that's a what, I have a whole lot more respect for our new Jay Jeezy. We got C Bussy over here. We got C Bus. I don't like that. I like that. C Bus. The real C Bus. <laughs> the real. On the real C Bus. That's right. I tried to follow him, and this shit's all private, so uh, I probably won't even get accepted. <laughs> no, at least it's accepted. <laughs> uh, and so we're, we're gonna get into and, that. And we're gonna talk about the mini golf tournament that we're gonna have. We're gonna have a mini golf tournament. Yeah, we are. I, All right. I just I just I'm came up with it. All right. Well, hey. I like it. <laughs> on the fly. Coming up next, college football picks, and we're gonna get into the Cowboys Eagles preview, and we're gonna give you our Week Seven picks against the spread for oh. the National Football League. God, I even thought about that yet. To see, well, I get I sent it to you three days ago. So I, no, I still haven't thought about it. That is on you, brother. That's how much I read your emails. Be the fan and the Dallas Mavericks. Thanks to the Drunk Sports Podcast. I won't remember any of this tomorrow. Hi, friends. It's Chris Bustle, General Manager of the Highlands Performance Golf Center in Carrollton, Texas. The Golf Center is North Dallas' premier practice facility. With over 65 grass tees, two putting greens, a short game area, and covered heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game all year round. Come see us in Carrollton, Texas, off Trinity Mills Road, halfway between Marsh and Midway, or visit the website at www. .highlandspgc.com I'm hungry for something different. Zebra. Zebra Bar. Get the fever. I was always eating fudge, but I wanted to snack on something else. The front is white and pure. The back is dark and naughty. What about nuts? You'll love the nuts. <sighs> Which side will you try first? Zebra Bar. It satisfies your exotic cravings, whatever they are. Put it in your mouth. If you've got the time, we've got the beer. Miller beer. Miller tastes too good to hurry through. But when it's time to relax, Miller stands clear. Beer after beer. If you've got the time, we've got the beer. If you've got the time, we've got the beer. Miller tastes too good to hurry through. But when it's time to realize, Miller stands clear. If you've got the time, if you've got the time, and you've got the beer. Hello? Hi, is Mark there? Yeah. It's me, Shannon. We met at Jack's party. Yeah, how can I forget? Wow, how you doing? I haven't heard from you in, uh... Nine months. Hello? Some moments change your life. San Andreas Telephone, for those difficult conversations. 
Life isn't about money or your job. It's about having good friends, a nice car, and nailing as many women as possible. That's why I choose Bouche Cologne. The name Cologne stems from the Roman Empress Agrippina, who would sleep with anyone. I know. I did. And I'll sleep with you, too. God, I love myself. I smell great. Bouche Cologne. Get your sperm swimming. Broadcasting live from Studio 69 at Casa Not So Grande, you've got Big Red and IndyCar Tim and the Drunk Sports Podcast. Gotta love you. Some Simon and Simon return music. One of the great dramas from the 80s. The great Gerald Mc, Gerald the Mustache McRaney. Right? Yep. Yep. Uh, I, just watched, I just watched a show with him in it. Uh, Major Dad. No. <laughs> no, Stacy and I just watched... Uh, oh, Shooter. The series Shooter. Nope, not it's, familiar. I just know him from Simon and Simon. It's a, uh, and my wife knows him from Major Dad. <laughs> Because she's significantly your wife than probably me. your wife probably knows him personally. Why would she know Gerald McRain personally? Know. She's like because he's married to Delta Burke. Are you saying my wife and Delta Burke know each other? <laughs> she likes older dudes, man. She's into me. She I mean. does like older dudes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're older than me, so she probably likes you better. I am sure. We're gonna get into some college football picks. We're gonna get into some Cowboys Eagles and our Week Seven NFL picks against the spread. But we want to take full advantage. Of Mr. Chris the Bus Bustle being with us in studio tonight. See bus in the house. Talk a little golf, brother. Is golf still a thing? Golf is still a thing. Oh wait, wait, I have a drop that's kind of in that area. <laughs> oh god. Um, really? I gotta find it. Here it is. I hope this is Is baseball fall. still America's pastime? Is baseball still America's pastime? This got nothing to do with golf. Oh, it doesn't? No. I sports cried a little bit last night. There it is. There it is. I did sports cry a little bit last night. I've been doing some recollecting and reminiscing. See? Oh, well. So we want to talk a little golf with Mr. Chris Bussell, general manager from the Highlands Performance Golf Center in Carrollton. They are a full. When semen or other fluids are sucked from the anus. Well, that's great. That's a great promo. That's a great plug. <laughs> That was terrible timing, sir. As I'm trying to promote their fine facility, dude. Yeah, Carrollton. It, it is. It is awesome. It is on awesome. Trinity Mills between Marsh and Midway, on the south side of Trinity Mills. Um, south side of Trinity Mills. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Just yeah. it's on the south side. Hey, we're south side, bro. I don't know how to do gang signs, but I'm, I'm trying to do. I don't know. I got one. Um, they've it's got Walmart. <laughs> Great. <laughs> they do not sponsor the show, sir. It's we're more of a Kmart. Okay. Show. Um, full service golf instructional facility open twenty four seven except for Christmas Day. Christmas, Christmas Day. Day. Uh, they've got covered and heated tees. They've got some short game areas. A huge putting green. They all. They also have a mini golf course that I believe we're going to talk a little bit about because mm-hmm. Lance seems to think that we should have a mini golf. Tournament. We do. Show, we do. Correct. I, 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 yeah, I think we need to. I think we need to schedule a tournament out there. Absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll make it like a. Tim and I'll be partners. 
and we'll yeah. We were originally when we did the show out there, right? Me and you were going to play him and Gert, right? Yeah. But you so didn't want to do that. That's fine. But we'll we'll turn it into a a little bit bigger, and we'll invite some some show fans yeah, absolutely. And, and and come out and and uh, we'll figure something out. I just think it'll be fun. We'll come out there and maybe. Not officially, but officially bring some beers, but not officially. And well, we'll keep them in our, in our drink, golf bag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Drink <laughs> drink a little I bit of beer and, and oh, yeah. have some camaraderie and some fellowship and... and uh, Enjoy a nice outside day. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's getting to the point where it's cool outside. Nobody's got to sweat their units off. Their ears yeah. off. And uh, especially whenever we get our, our tree guy back out there and... And open the trees yeah, up that's a little right. bit. Yeah. yeah, so it'd be awesome. I think I think it'd be fun. Let's let's so go check those boys out. They've they they've also got lessons for literally from a child all the way to if you think you're ready for the tour but you need to get over the top, those guys will help you out. John Gerber's there. They have a full service golf fitness facility to help you get your body in shape for the perfect golf swing. Chris by Mr. Ownby. Chris Ownby. Uh, man, they got a lot of shit going on I out there. I got his name right now. Yeah, you did. But Shut you up, Tim. Messed it up the whole time we were out <laughs> there before. Um, so, Chris, what's going on with the PGA right now? Well, there's a lot, really. We saw we saw something we haven't seen in quite some time, which is kind of good. I think it's great, honestly, for golf. I mean, it's Brooks Kepka, a guy who is quiet, right? He he's winning these majors a couple of a, a couple of years. We really don't know much about him. And then all of a sudden he comes out and he's he's posing nude for photos and he's calling out you know Roy, Roy McIlroy he's talking about him being the number one ranked player in the world, which is great. I mean when Dustin Johnson was didn't say much when Rory was kind of didn't say much they just kind of let it speak for itself right. right? Yep. Like we talked about earlier, but I think it's great for the sport. I mean, you know, I'm a Dublin, Ohio guy, so I'm a big Jack Nicholas guy. Growing up, him in the backyard. I mean, that guy used to. You know, know on the first tee if someone was going to be able to be intimidating and bring it that day. And, I mean, Jack had a, a presence, you know, yep. kind of like no uh, other than Tiger Woods. That's about all we've seen. So I think it's great that he's coming out and he's saying, look, I'm number one in the world. I'm do we really need a rivalry do, with do we, McElroy because there isn't one. I mean, they do both we really have need to, people in the PGA to start talking shit? Well, what's wrong yes, with that? we that, do. I mean, come on, man! It's a gentleman's game. I, I mean, I know that I get we, it. whenever we go play golf together, I know that you and Gerb are going to bust my ass. I know it's going to happen. I get my strokes. We play. We have fun. We have a good time. I pay my money at the end of the day, and we go on. It, but how? It's, why do we need? It, it's funny to me that now all of a sudden that he's number one in the world. He decides to start talking shit. Why not start talking shit whenever you're playing in China or where the because fuck he nobody was cares then I, nobody's paying attention. But to you why not still talk China? shit? Well, I'm, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. Well, that's why not hard. do it then? Well, it's better to do it when you're at the top. I mean, it's easier. It's I would say it's easier it's to do it when you're at the top. Yeah, be a pussy. I don't By know. Way, you I like just my feel like music for this segment. It's yeah, it's I master music. I love it. The master's theme. We we had this playing for. I played behind their commercials. And we downloaded it for our Masters preview. Right. 
Well, so I'm, I'm saying that it's been a long... See, but I, growing up as a kid, I remember... I mean, they they called Greg Norman the shark for a reason. I mean, that's... The, I mean, the shark's not the nicest Well, they certainly did call him <laughs> the closer, is, right? that's for that sure. I, okay, but I'm saying that you got guys like Seve back in the day, or guys that when I grew up watching the Ryder Cup, I hated some of the European players that's, because absolutely. of the arrogance they had and be, well, because they, they picked the shit out of us in some absolutely. of the Ryder Cups, too. <laughs> but really? I, I think it's great because... <laughs> Are you trying to tear down the whole damn studio, son? To. I don't know what you got going on over here. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're doing in the damn refrigerator. Do, do I need to make us a shot? Well, nobody's getting shot. I will make a shot. So Hang, on. Hang on. Hang hey, on. Bus, keep talking. I'm listening, son. I promise. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Keep talking. Well, I'm saying, you know, you had guys like Rory. Remember, Rory and Tiger were kind of, I mean, Rory was still on TV as a kid growing up. He was hitting shots into the washing machine right. like Tiger was hitting shots, you know, on TV. So everybody knew that Rory was going to be maybe the next Tiger, right? And he's... Uh, under uh, underachieved a little bit. I mean, he only has four majors so far right. throughout his career. So, but I'm just so surprised to see such a change. I mean, we saw Brooks come up. We didn't know a lot about him. We didn't. He looked like he can be an adult film star. I mean, we just <laughs> didn't know much about him. And now, like I said, he's naked, you know, posing for photos, and he's calling out, you know, he's not kissing his girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, I mean, which well, I think changes is changes girlfriends every other week. Yeah, oh, does he really? <laughs> See, well, so in one of the majors, they, in one of the majors they we, they won. The commentators got her name wrong. They, they said the name of her his his ex know, former girl, oh, girlfriend, not his is, current one. So. Jim Nance, you know better than that, sir. But no, I think it's great. It, it creates a little. You know, golf's just getting started for the 2020 season. I mean, the, these events that not a lot of the big names are playing in, they're starting to play in. So right, that's just good to have a little rivalry. I mean, you had Phil and Tiger, right? They hated each other for so long. And so, and we haven't. We, who's the next two going to be? You know, that, that might that might be it. Well, we know Brooks is one for sure. Is, yeah. Is Rory really going to be the guy? Well, I, th I think he's. Yeah, I think he's got to be in there for sure. I mean, we know that Brooks and Dustin Johnson are best friends, so I don't right. see it coming from them. So, so where's so Jordan Spieth in all of this? So what about the whole Dustin and Brooks? Why don't you Dustin, wait till you're on a well, microphone to talk about oh, this? Dustin Brooks, yeah. Dustin and. Yeah, that was, I think that was that was I think that was political, right? I think that had to do something yeah. with politics. It was just a you know he yeah. said something he should. I mean, whatever. They're friends. They're close. But well, see, I think it's great for the sport because you got an American against a European, right? right? And we're going to see the Ryder Cup next year again. And they, I mean, they beat us. They beat us last year, which was really tough. So it just set some fire for the for the stage. So good. of course, Jordan Spieth, a local boy, oh, yeah, I uh, was pretty dominant for us. I mean, as in golf terms, pretty dominant for a short amount of time, and then his game well, kind of fell apart. he's still young. But yeah, he's, he's still very, young. very young. Does he still have a chance to? Yeah, absolutely, he does. I mean, come he, forward he just, I mean, I, I think a lot, a lot. I mean, a lot changed in his life. I mean, he got, right. he got married, right? right? That's a huge deal. That was a huge so. mistake. <laughs> it's a mistake, depending on how you look at it. But I mean. No, I think he's. I mean, he'll be. I think he'll be fine. He, he, you know. So here's the thing about Jordan. I mean, the guy, the first couple of years on tour. I mean, he used to make every putt from 30 feet. I mean, he just would rain these bombs down, right? Putts that you're not expecting to make, and he just did it so frequently. But as you learn, I mean, you you can't rely on that aspect from that distance to make to score to be under par. I mean, you have to hit it closer to the hole, which means you got to hit fairways. He struggled with his driver. I mean, you got to get the ball in play. That's what's so good about Big Red here. I know we rip on him a lot, but most recently, in the last couple of weeks, driving at 
right down the middle every time, which is just so important. It just gets you off, you know, starts you off on a good right. foot. It's a right. whole lot easier to play from the fairway it's, than it is from true. behind a tree. Yeah. All right, here it's we go. True. I want to give a shout-out to Jessica. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching us. Yes, we do have a beer tower, and yes, it's easier to say you're coming when you're at the top. That's what she said. Awesome. Well, fantastic. Here's to the bee that sung the bull that got the bull to bucking. Here's to Adam that got to Eve that got the world to fucking. Hey, you did it right. Hey, look at that. So, Chris, I don't know where Big Red got distracted tonight. That's usually the fourth or fifth <laughs> shot we do during the show. Oh, okay. We only had two. Oh, and we're only sorry. two in. Sorry. Uh, yes. But, Jessica, that, that was funny. Why do you not watch and comment more? That was freaking hysterical. Um, sitting here talking with Mr. Chris Bustle, general manager, PGA Pro, Chris Bustle. One of, my, one, of the, one of my favorite dudes to play golf with. By the way, I wanted to ask you about uh, the 2016 PGA Midwest Player of oh, the yeah. Year. Oh, okay. I'm ready right? for that, I guess. How yeah. did that go? <laughs> well, it was great. Well, I mean, well, so I, I lived in Kansas City for five years, right, before I moved to Dallas. Um, and then our section, we have section events and tournaments we'll be playing. And in the last five years, I mean, golf's funny, right, but I've played ex extremely well. I haven't, I haven't played in many events this year, joining the North Texas PGA, but looking forward to doing it more next year. I get some more time to practice You didn't know that, game. did you? P-O-T-Y! Lance didn't know that. I did not. I did not. So I, I'm not well, good at math, I, but I, I don't looked. stalk people on Facebook and, 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 and Google and shit, but I mean. Well, I had to find a picture of him. Apparently my oh, partner yeah, sure. does. Yeah. So. I had to find a picture of him for the post when he said he was coming on the show. So all I did was Google him. Don't take it personally, but I Googled yeah. you. And that was the first thing that came up was his Midwest PGA record. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that is great. And so I'm not good at math, but apparently, according to that, you won $14 trillion that year as a Midwest PGA. I mean, I'm not, again, I might have added incorrectly, but it looked like you won $14 trillion. His math is as bad as, as, it, as his vocabulary Belch. because we have the Timtionary, and he hasn't added to that. We tonight. do. I have not added to the Timtionary yet. No, that was wonderful. I mean, I tell you, most people don't spend enough time on their short game, right? I mean, even at the range, you see people. I mean, you got 80% of the guys working on full swing when putting, right, is 40% mm -hmm. right. of your shots. No, I mean, no matter what. Well, for so, most people. Most people. So, I mean, the thing that helped me tremendously is having – I worked on short game and putting a lot. And it's, golf is a game of scoring. I mean, you have to you see these guys shooting. I mean, they're you know they're nine and ten under par each round. I mean, I feel like you have a fifty nine watch every week now, right? Yep. It's yeah. not like the golf courses have gotten any shorter, and they haven't gotten any nope. easier. They've all been tiger. -proof. I mean, they've. I mean, it's true. I mean, the golf ball and the, the, the technology and the how far the golf ball goes. These guys have eight irons in to where they used to have six irons and five irons in the green so they can hit it closer to the hole and they make putts and they right. go deep. I mean, so. I have a 59 watch every time we play. It depends <laughs> on which on nine front it's going to be. On, on, the, front, on yeah. the front nine, yeah. yeah. It's 59 watch for you on the front nine. I feel like nine. maybe that joke's been told. <laughs> no, it, it, it has. And, but but it, I'm, I'm telling you, yes, to watch to watch uh, Bus and, and, and Gerb and – Fuck me. And – the rest of the guys, Brian and Ryan and, and, th and those guys play. I mean, Ryan and Buss hit the ball so far. It's stupid. 
I mean, the, the guys that I play with from, from the range, I mean, Bus will hit his three wood as far as I hit my driver, and Ryan will hit a two iron almost that far. It's it's dumb. I, but, I mean, because they work on their game. Right. And, and Johnny. Well, he used to go out there all the time. Every time I'd. Hey, where Johnny, you at? The range. Johnny keeps Ain't telling no me. Bus. Johnny keeps telling me. You're, you're not hitting enough balls. And I know I'm not, but there's other. I got other things in life. and But one day. I'll get it together, and I'll, I'll. No, you won't. No, you're moving to Missouri. <laughs> they don't even have golf in Missouri. It's outlawed. Yeah, they do. It's just I can't play for like 14 months. It's of the not year. that I lived up there for five years. It's okay. There's a couple months you can't, but that's it. Not like Texas. <laughs> no, not like Texas. Where they're open 24 seven except for what day? Christmas. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> So, you know what, and you know, I, I played golf, I think we talked about this when we had you on at, at your facility for your demo day. Which was awesome, dude. That was an awesome show, man. That it was, was fun. So fun. It was Even fun. when the camera fell over because of the wind, it was so much fun. <laughs> it was windy. It's whipping out there. It was yeah. windy. And I want to do that again. We ooh, talked ooh, about ooh. doing demo ooh, day, and I know y'all just had one. Yeah. I think uh, Idiot over here was out of town, so he couldn't come do it. But even if it's well, not I a demo be day. I thought you Because you're the one that was out of town. You're the idiot. That's true. I'm not going to deny that. Yeah, we, we'd like to come out on a Saturday or something and just chill. And yeah, we should maybe do, do, it, do a show. And, and do it before yeah. our, our mini golf thing. Oh, there yeah, we go. There That's we, we go. Yeah, do. we'll just we'll just we'll record a show for yeah. the and, and then we'll go do Play our the tournament. Do our tournament and, and we'll come back. Do a post game yeah, show. We'll take the recorder with us and we'll record some audio during the show. We'll take no, videos. Nobody wants to hear me while I'm putting. <laughs> I promise. Because you know what, you and, <laughs> you and me and Jeb and Gerb went and played that round, and I wish to God I had the recorder with me that day, and or taking lots of video because you breaking a club is funny. It didn't when break it intentionally. You threw your club twice, broke it once, and you parred both of those holes, sir. Okay. Unacceptable. It, it's unacceptable to still par. Well, he broke one on accident with me one day, too. I mean, it happens. Oh, he made it look he, like an accident. No, no, it was. It was mid-swing. It was, it was after you completed no, it, the it, swing, it, and it, it just so clearly it was one he'd already driven <laughs> into the ground, and he weakened it. <laughs> weakened it. Shut up, Tim. My wife is going to listen to this, and she's going to hear she all. Doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> yes, she does. Wife yes, she does. To the show. My wife does. You don't even listen to the show. <laughs> okay, dude. So yesterday, I texted Lance. I'm like, "Hey, man, have you heard the show uh, last week? It was really?" He's like, "No." I'm like, "Okay, it's almost a week old, and you haven't listened to the show yet." No. Shut up, well. Tim. So yes, excitement <laughs> with the PGA. So we did a, an episode. We talked about. Uh, not too long ago, Brooks Kepka favored to win three of the four majors next year. That's insane. No, and I don't I mean, know if that's still if the I haven't looked it up, but if the odds are still there or what. I don't. Is, which one you knew automatically? Which one he what, was it? The British? He wasn't favored to win, or was it the Martian Open, the Australian Open, the Martian Open? <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't the Texas Open. Well, you gotta think he would be he would be favored in the PGA, right? Right. He's he would favorite be favored in the, in the US Open. I mean he would be I don't know where Was it the British he wasn't expected to win or Prob- favored to win? Probably prob- if if he's not favored in any of them, I would say he's not favored in the PGA because the P- or 
probably the British. Not yeah. favored in the British right. because it's tighter right. and right. and with all the junk around. Different style for sure. But that's I mean that's surprising to have a guy three you know be favored in yeah, the three. Yeah, and it was <laughs> and I want to say Rory was favor, favored in the one he wasn't, so maybe it was the British Open. So uh, I mean, yeah, with with the whole spat between him and. And Rory will be fine. Do we need more spats in, on the PGA Tour? But, but the whole, I mean, I even heard with the, with Rory, I mean, he's already dogging on the European Tour because it's not hard enough. No, it's, it's different. I mean, it, it's a different tour. Right. It's, it's different but those tour. guys only play a couple of the events a year on that tour. I mean. So, I mean, he's, he's dogging on, Rory's dogging on the European Tour because it's not hard enough. European, I'm a pen. We're all pen. European on my boots. Ew, gross. So, but yeah. Well, it's, it's not. It's not comparable, really, to the PGA Tour. It's not. It's not. They've, there's a couple events where those guys go over and play, right? On that, but other than that, this is where the best players in the world play. Absolutely. So, so yeah, they, we, all, we, we all know that all all the good dudes play on the on the US side. So why don't more of the European guys come over here and try to play over here? I don't think they can. I mean they can't. Cuz they suck. Well, they don't suck, but I mean they just can't. Well, comparatively. Just, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just not for that caliber. Well, okay, so Alex Noren, who a lot of people won't even recognize the right. guy's name. I mean, he was yep. top 5 in the last like two, I mean, definitely last year, two years ago, he's top 5 in the world. No one even recognized the guy. I mean, and I mean that doesn't happen. I mean, you get Henrik Stenson every once in a while. You got Rory, right? I mean, but that's it. I mean, so, there's a handful so, of so guys. So, Chris, let me ask you this because I'm interested in this. We call them the world golf rankings. And I haven't looked. Yeah. So, when we're talking world golf rankings, is it really world golf rankings? Or it is. Or is it just the PGA Tour? No, it is because they have, well, they have world golf championship events, right? Right, you right. Get yeah. But yeah, that's, it's still, it still is. But in order to get in that, you're going to have to play in you the biggest events. Top 50. Of the, yeah. So guys that are just tour. over on the European Tour aren't going to be in the world golf rankings. No, not just on that tour, no. Right. right. So. Uh, so coming up for 2020, if I remember correctly, because we discussed this again on a previous episode, we have, of course, the four majors. I probably don't remember. We have the Ryder Cup. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ryder Cup. And here. we have the Olympics. Now, we one got, thing. That, we got the well, President's Cup. That's what I was going to say. One thing you forget is about President's Cup. President's Cup is coming. coming. You know what I heard the other day? Tiger so, Woods is the captain. He's the captain of the team. Will, he, he, be a pl- captain will he be a player? No, I, I don't think so. I think he's I think probably not. So what does that mean? Well, I mean, he, have, he picks the team and he coaches? He would have an but option he has, to he has, they, they do, play. They have 12. 12 members? Yeah. 12. So 10 will be from the rankings. Right. They'll take the top 10. They earn a spot. The top, I mean, in the rankings. Top, top 10 members. Right. And then two will be captain's picks. Yeah. He gets picked he could two. Have, he could he play could, himself. If he does not play himself in, he could pick himself to be a a, a player on the team. Yeah. So, and is he not expected to pick himself? I don't think he will. I, I just don't hurt. think he will. He's old. Well, I mean, and that comes back to another email that we got from from the guy about about the book, and I've I've already started reading it. Yeah, I have too, and it's it's good, and I I have I've just been on the Tommy John. I haven't gotten to the Tiger part of it yet, but, but yeah, I, I think that's uh, it's a very good it's a very good read, and 
it's uh, very enlightening on on what's going on in the world. Yeah, I was looking it up right now, so and I, I heard his so, name. And this is interesting too. I mean, Phil Mickelson has kind of taken himself out of the option to be picked for the team. And this is a guy who's competed in twenty four straight team championships. I mean, so he's we're talking like back to nineteen ninety three and ninety four. I mean, the guy's played in every rider twenty four straight every years. Presidents I mean, Cup, yeah. And he just took. I think. I mean, he just took himself out by kind of saying, "I don't expected. I don't expect to be picked." Which is interesting because that's got. I mean, guy's one of the greatest competitors and the guy that you'd want <laughs> one of the one of the on absolute team, right? one of the absolute greatest competitors that the U.S. has. Yeah. As far as the gumption and and the wherewithal to go up and and, and play against somebody, yeah, Dude, and it's not I like mean, he, it's not like he still, but I mean, he can still play. <laughs> it's not like he can't play. I just think he he's getting older. And Why is John Daly not more involved in national play? Like because he's old. I feel like he would dominate. He's old, and we love him because he's he's us. He's he's us. But he just. You think I could output John Daly right now? Nope. No. Nope. Could I outdrive him? Nope. Nope. After 25 beers, could I outdrive John Daly? Nope. I'm yeah, just being. Right. I'm just being honest. Bro. Nah, he's doing. Right. He's doing great. He's on the senior tour. He's playing. He plays in the. Is he playing regularly? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is he yeah. on a cart? Is he on a cart? Oh, all carts on the senior tour, aren't they? <laughs> no. they you, 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 <laughs> can't. Cart you can't. Cart or canes. You get to take your pick on the senior tour. Cart or a cane. <laughs> Right. Give you can have a cart. Iron as a cane. Yeah. You, you can you can have a cart on on the senior tour. Yeah, I know. With, That's why I was saying the, that. So yeah. So but yeah, the, JD is he's badass, and we love him because he's us. He, he he's one of if, us. If if anybody is on any tour is us, he is us. The. Beer drinking. When you say us, okay, yeah. Please clarify. What's the definition of us? Just what are the, we? Just the beer drinking and having fun and go out and, and do your do your shit. But I'll tell you Not what, give a fuck. The the, uh, the father son. Yeah. With his, he plays his, with little John. Yeah. Little John is gonna be a badass. Yeah. Dude. The kid's good. The kid is good. So. No, I like little John's work from. Uh, no, Hood. we're not talking about little. John. We're not talking about little John. When he was on Robin Hood. No, not no? No, not Robin Hood and Little John. Oh. Not that. And we're not talking about Little John. I don't know who that the, is. The rapper. Uh, why would I know is. who that is? I don't know. I don't how do I know who that <laughs> My is? My reference was way funnier than yours. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. If anybody knows who Lil John is, <laughs> let us know. God, we're, yeah. we're way behind comments here. They're like eleven a minute ago that I haven't even seen. Oh, Jessica. Uh Jessica said, I'm a peeing. She also said, by the way, Jessica's freaking hot, by the way. Don't tell her I said that. It was. I mean, I think you just did. Uh, <laughs> that was me that burped. And yes, we're funny and entertaining. It's mainly me. Just so hey, you know. I'm the show. Amber's on. Who's Amber? Uh, it's my son's girlfriend. And uh, Phil Long. Hey, Phil, what's up, buddy? So, yes, fun with the PGA Tour. Mr. Chris Bussell, general manager of the Holland's Performance Golf Center is with us tonight. We hope he's with us again. This was a lot of fun, Chris. I know. I'd love to do We're it. We're going to have you pick some uh, NFL games. We're going to go over Gerb's <laughs> college picks first. Okay. Yep. yep. And then we're going to go over. Let's, we're going to do NFL picks with the – we're going to do college, college picks. College picks it. first. Well, NFL we'll get... music. You'll have you'll – have... There, we can do this. That's better. That's better. <laughs> 
I don't have a lot of options here. <laughs> all right. Is so there, I will download the CBS College Football theme song all right. before we do this next week. So these are college picks from John Gerber. These are John Gerber's top three picks. We are not picking these. This no. is just information no. this for is you. Informational purposes only. Gamble at your own risk. Go to Vegas. Make your picks. This is the only place that has legal uh, sports book. Uh, Temple versus SMU. SMU by 20. SMU's number 19 team in the nation. Uh, Johnny is taking plus five and a half with Temple. Is Temple ranked? Nope, Temple is not ranked. He's taking Temple plus five and a half. By the way, can I just say something regarding local college Uh, football? I would. Dude, how cool is it that we have TCU, Baylor, and SMU? Is TCU relevant anymore? I don't know if they're ranked. Well, even if it's just Baylor and SMU. When was the last time Baylor and SMU were in the top 25 at the same time? Pass me way back before so, so, the death penalty, so right? You, so, you've got, so you've got the Baptist, the Methodist, yeah. and the, the Church Death. of Christ. Church yeah. of Christ. Right. <laughs> the Christians are coming back, baby. Then, kudos <laughs> to SMU, The Christians SMU, are coming man. back. <laughs> and kudos to SMU, brother. Second game, Texas A&M versus Ole Miss. Aggies he, will win by seventy-four points. All right, he's taking S. He's taking A and M minus six. So, so that means Texas A and M minus six over Ole Miss. That's good. All right. Wait, I got to think about that. What does that mean? You said they were going to win by seventy-six. They'll cover. So they're going to win by taking SMU to cover the six points. Is what you're saying? A and M. Oh, I said SMU again, didn't I? Jesus Christ. I need another beer. We are way off mark here. <laughs> so, Tipple plus seven and a half over SMU. Texas A&M minus six over Ole Miss. The last game, so I got to repeat this because Tim is way off base. Temple? Duke versus Virginia. In basketball or football? It's still talking about okay, football. If it's basketball, I got Virginia. Well, Virginia, he's taking Virginia minus six over Duke. Do the math. So he's picking Virginia to cover with the six Don't points. take your shoes off. Please. Well, I got don't. eight toes on this foot and four on this foot. Uh, I don't want to see that. <laughs> You're good then. <laughs> so Virginia minus six over Duke. That's Johnny's picks. We got Tipple plus five plus seven and a half over SMU. Texas AM minus six versus Ole Miss. And Virginia minus six versus Duke. That's JGZ's picks for the college game. Those are Jason Garrett's picks. No, no, the real JGZ. Oh, the other JGZ. The real JGZ. The Jay Gerby. Now I got I got one. The Jay it, might be, it might be a little bit of a sleeper one, but I got Florida is playing South Carolina this week, right? It's at South Carolina. Oh, dude. So it's minus – Florida's minus five. Now, Florida's coming off a loss, and South Carolina's coming off a huge win. I, but still they're take, in South Carolina, I'd, right? They're in South Carolina, but I'd still take Florida. Yes. Do you? I'd yeah. Take Florida I do, to cover five the five? I do, yeah. I, I do because Florida – Who did South Carolina just beat? South Carolina Georgia. just beat exactly. Georgia. Yeah. And I think they're they're going to be coming they're in on a high. Down. Yeah. They will shit the down. bed. I like that. I like that. I like I mean, that. It's a little sneaky. I like that pick. Are yeah. we getting an NFL now? Yes, let's do it. <sighs> the right oh, music. The right music. It's the right button. Jesus Christ. Do you have a pen over there? Because I forgot to bring a pen to class again. I don't need your paper. 
Or your attitude. Uh, I just need your pen. Shut up, Tim. So, Bus, you're going to pick these games with us. Yep. I have Tonto's picks already prepared. Now, we have two primetime, right? Because the Cowboys are in primetime. Is that what I heard from right. the beginning of the right. show, right? So, we do, we do, we do the Thursday night game, yeah. the Sunday night game, the Monday night game, and two randoms. Okay. If the Cowboys fall into, yeah. First game. Thursday night, Kansas City Chiefs minus three and a half at the Denver B. Ron Co. Uh, Big rivalry game. I don't know why I carry that. Yeah. Big rivalry game. I don't know why you did that either. It's a division sounds, game. Sounds Anything can happen in a division game. Yep. Kansas City is reeling right now because they might not make the playoffs. No. F- Bulls. <laughs> The Chiefs have dropped two consecutive home games, but the Broncos have won two straight overall. Tim, where are we at? What's your choice? I got three the Chiefs three covering. And a half. Chiefs covering. Tonto has the Chiefs covering as well. Big Red? Chiefs covering. Big Red has KC bus. I think. Yeah, I got, I got the Chiefers covering. He's got the Chiefers covering. Next, the Los Angeles Clipper Chargers at the Tennessee Football Oiler Titans. God, I'm so and this confused. was one of this is one of Red's picks because we had to pick games and he wanted to pick this one. It's a close. Even though it's even. It's a pick 'em. It's, it's a, a pick 'em. It's two and four. Why would you pick a pick four. It's home. Because. Is that fun? Why not? Because I don't know, I don't know what to do. I got the Titans. I have the Titans covering the even spread. Because Tannehill is... Yeah, baby. <laughs> Gig him. Just because, Effing, just because of that, just because of that, I'm going... I'm, I'm, I'm going with Chargers. I'm going with the Chargers. The L.A. Chargers. Yeah, the L.A. What? Chargers of okay, Anaheim. I'm going, of, of I'm, LA. You're going the L.A. Chargers of Anaheim? Anaheim? Big yeah. Red is. Yeah. Are you really going yeah. the Clippers? The Clippers, Chargers... The Clippers with Phyllis Rivers. <laughs> He's got 11 kids. He's got nine uh, he kids. He does have a big family. He's got That's nine kids. Yeah. I'm going with Vrabel and the Titans. You're going with the Titans? Are you really? Yep. Uh, yep. Come on, Philip Rivers. <laughs> Phyllis Rivers. Hey, make hey, me Red, another Red, baby. Red, bad news for you. Tonto also picked the Chargers. Oh, man. Okay. that? Two and two. Next game, Sunday noon. Minnesota Vikings at Detroit. It's also a pick em. No. Yeah, they're both pick Wow. You did that. I didn't do that. You did. No, I didn't. There were the two that I picked. You had to have. Give me this. Let me look. Because those were the two not primetime games. I got Vikings. I got one here with Minnesota favored by one and a half. Okay, but but they're to pick them here on our sheet. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. So I am going... Kirk Cousins pulls it out again. I, I like that. Vikings win. Beat the Lions. You like that? You like Bam. that? Bam! You you like that? <laughs> you like that? All right, Denny Green. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Vikings too. So all four of us have the Vikings. That's not fun. I am not making up any ground this way. The England Patriots at the Jets, coming off the big win against the Cowboys. New England giving ten and a half points. You know what? I'm going to call it. 
I got the Jets covering. Ooh, how about that? Jets. Tonto has the Pats. Yes, Jets, Jets, Jets. We like bus. I like the Pats. Bus I didn't think the they Pats. were going to cover against New York, and they blew them away in the fourth quarter too. So <sighs> I'm taking the Pats. It is up I'm to going, drunk Big Red. I'm going with Belichick and the Pats. Really, I'm the only one with the Jets. I'm going to get a big yeah, because you're, point right there. Because you're dumb. Before we call the Cowboys game, uh, I think we should do another shot. Let's get in line yeah, here. I will, I will preview here what's going on. Just talk about the Cowboys. The for a Cowboys minute. should be healthier at offensive tackle this week, but they're not going to be. Abari Cooper probably will not play. The Eagles are hoping to get Deshaun Jackson back, but they probably won't. Both teams are great at stopping the run except the Cowboys. So really, this game comes down to who can deliver big plays in the passing game. You got Prescott and you got Wentz. I'm going to guess that Prescott will be, have a better passing game uh, against the Eagles' terrible secondary than Wentz will have against the Dallas Cowboys' terrible secondary. Um, the spread is Cowboys minus three. In Dallas. It's, that's all, it's a pick em with a home field edge. That's all we're doing here. So, is Wentz going to be healthy? Will he get hurt before the, before the game? Will he stub his toe walking into the practice facility <laughs> Friday? Will he twist his back picking up his cat <laughs> Saturday before they fly to Dallas? Uh, will Carson Wentz pull a hangnail while he's ordering porn off of Amazon? These are all questions <laughs> that are... Amazon sell porn? Yeah. They sell dildos and butt plugs and you got everything. So does group uh, what do you call those? It. It the next, balls how do they do it? It arrives the next day, and just don't get that. <laughs> Dude, if I order one of those things, I better have it the next better day before next I change day. my mind. That's right. So we have the game of the week Sunday night: Philadelphia Eagles at Dallas minus three. You know what? I I I hate I hate football. I hate sports. Yeah, you love it. I hate you podcasting. <sighs> My pick hey, is coming after no. the shot. Yeah. <laughs> hey, here we go. Hey, give us the uh, shots fired well, drop here. That's right. All right, hang on. Let me. We let me that. I gotta get there. Do this. Are we ready? Yeah. Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. Do it again. Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. Oh. Ready, aim, fire. Bam. Shots fired. Shots fired. Uh, Stacy's going to love me when I come into the bedroom tonight. <laughs> oh, that was really good. Why yeah. would not do more of that? Because we've run out of makers and we're not. We haven't run out of makers. <laughs> it's a brand new bottle. We don't do more of it because we run right. out of Everyone it. Everyone is holding on a fingernail, our picks for Cowboys, Eagles. And I will go first. I will tell you right now, Tony already picked the Eagles. The Feagles. <sighs> Asshole. I am Indy Cartim, noted local radio and television personality, Indy Cartim. You may also know me as Spuds oh. McKenzie when I used to do TV commercials. You may also know me as the fat, bald, mustached, don't squeeze the Charmin guy. 
Uh, and there was also a time I was known as one Luke Skywalker when I was in the movies. You may know me from there. And I have the Eagles winning outright. I'm calling it. The dog's winning. I'm taking the extra point. Taking the three. I'm taking the two extra I'm I taking the haven't extra offered that to you. No. You made it a thing last no, week. I just, no. You can pick one game. No. no. And you can take the dog. Just, no. And you can take the point. No. 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 You want to go back no. and pick a point? I'll let you. This is your rule. This isn't. Pick a, I didn't make a rule. All right. I have the Eagles to win. Plus Bus? one. Bus, who you got? Danny White, by the way, will not be at quarterback for the Cowboys. Ron Jaworski may make an appearance at Cowboys for or for the uh, – who he are they? might have a better chance to win if Harold Ron Carmichael Jaworski Carmichael is not a, playing. Ron Jaworski is not playing. If Ron Jaworski was the Herm Cowboys Edwards is not playing. And Rich Kotite is not coaching. All right, well, three, po- three points. Three points. Three points. I, I'm saying rivalry game at home. My Zeke Elliott, the Ohio State University, runs over the oh. Eagles. They get, the, they get it done. <laughs> this is a good week for them to turn it around right here. Well, so was last week. Well, but it was against the Jets. I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, rightfully, it's a downer game. It's a, it's a no loss. This is a rivalry game. This is big time. Yeah. So, yeah I mean, it's, it's just prime those time, Those are too. the hardest ones to pick. I mean, you – because this Tony said last bet, week, you never bet yeah, the never rivalry know. games. You never bet the rivalry games. And I, man, as much as I don't even know, can Zeke, I? Zeke <laughs> runs for one fifty. Can I? They get it done. Wow, they get it done. Can I? That's can I, actually a, that's a good. What about catching? They catch for another eighty he, yards. Ca- sure. Can I wait till next Wednesday nope. to make my pick? <laughs> yeah, you'll just get zero right now. I'm gonna mark you down for an incomplete. Minus two points. Bus, I won the Cowboys. Okay, there you go. There you go. Given the three, we're going with the Cowboys. Would anyone <laughs> like to make a guess for another point closest to the final score for the Cowboys game? Mm. We can do that. We yeah. can do that. Want to yeah. do that? Yeah, we can do that. We'll say just this week. <laughs> so maybe we closest to the final score. And if we tie, like, so can then nobody wins. Cowboys will only score nine, so can the <laughs> Eagles only score six? <laughs> the over-under is 49. 49. So I'll even give my guess first. Okay. okay. Eagles 24-20. They cover the three. But they don't make the over. We're not betting on the over-under. No, it was just throwing you know, but that's an that that's man that's a really good I guess that's why bookmakers are smart yeah bookmakers are smart I have twenty four twenty okay Eagles. I'm gonna go forty nine forty nine let me think let me think let me think uh, well, okay I'm gonna I got mine I'm gonna go twenty eight twenty four Cowboys twenty eight twenty one Cowboys. 28-21 Cowboys. Tonto, you're watching right now. That's 49. That's, I know. <laughs> what's, your, what's, your, what's your score? Oh, he already gave it. Tonto says 23-21, which is weird because he also yes, picked the Eagles to cover the spread, which is three points. You chicken shit. So you can't do both, Tonto. You chicken shit. You picked the Eagles to Come cover. Come on. So you can't pick a score where they don't cover. 
Wait, I'm confused. Just... Wait, the, the Dallas is favored in the game. They are. Yeah. yeah. They are. Oh, yeah, so I guess they would cover it. They, that's what I mean. So who cares what the Damn score it. is? Yeah. Hey, when he's right. I've had drinks. All right. So, by way of review. There you go. We have Kansas City Chiefs minus three and a half at Denver. We all four, Tim, Red, Tonto, and Buzz have KC covering. Which means he'll lose. No. Chargers at the Titans. It's a pick em. Uh, me and Bus have Tennessee. Red and Tonto have the Chargers. I mean, Clippers. Shut up. Minnesota Vikings at Detroit. Another pick em. Everybody has the Vikings. I uh, don't like that either. Detroit. The England Patriots at the Jets. England minus 10 and a half. It seems like they were minus 10 and a half for the Revolutionary War, too, and we covered that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, we did. Uh, we Let's see. Weave your own I flags. I have the Jets covering. Red Tonto and Bus all have the Patriots, you freaking traitors. Uh, the game of the week, the Eagles at the Cowboys. Cowboys are minus three. I have the Eagles winning and covering for my two points. Red's got the Cowboys. You Tonto's don't got get the two Eagles. points. I do, too. No. You made no. that rule. Bus has the Cowboys. I gave that. I gave that to him because he's a Redskins he, fan, and you felt sorry for him. Yes, I did. You feel sorry for me too because I have no. Third, I don't because I have a third nipple. I didn't realize that. So my, did my score guess. My score guess. Closest gets an extra point. 24-20 Eagles. Reds got twenty-eight twenty-one Cowboys. Bus has twenty-eight twenty-four boys. Tonto's got twenty-three twenty-one Eagles. Those are our picks. Let us know what yours are. I am at IndyCar Tim on Twitter. He is at Drunk Big Red. He is at the real C bus with one S. Tonto doesn't have one, so ignore him. He's insignificant right now. <laughs> Nobody knows who he is. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this show. Uh, we're two hours and twenty minutes in, which is right where we should be, right? Uh, we're out right where we need to be. <laughs> Damn, I got skills, man. You always doubt my skills. <laughs> oh, God, you you're drunk. Skills. We appreciate Chris Bussell of the Highlands Performance Golf Center joining us tonight. Chris, you are welcome in this studio slash garage atmosphere anytime. Well, thank you. Yes, I, sir. I love it. Absolutely. Will, man, we I had a lot of fun tonight. Absolutely. We hope you did, too. I did. Uh, we appreciate everybody watching us. At one point, we had almost 1,700 people Watching us on these airwaves. That's awesome. Yeah, maybe 17. Probably wouldn't. Yeah, we can't see everything. I'm just, I was rounding up. <sighs> yeah. If you cannot watch us on the video, please subscribe to our uh, podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we promise we might have porn on there at some point. You just got to keep checking back and subscribing and finding out. We won't say what kind of porn. You just got to keep subscribing and checking out. Click that little bell so you get a notification when we're on. Um, Boom. And booyah. So this has been the Drunk Sports Podcast. Special thanks to everybody that's been a part of this, letting us come into your living room and telephone and being part of your life for these two hours and 22 minutes. Big Red, it is time <laughs> for you to do what you do, which is at the end of each show – you take us out of here when I say, take us out of here. And then you say the thing that you say, because it's very important. 
and it means a lot to all of us. It means a lot to him. It means a lot to Bus. It means a lot to me. It means more to me than anything. And so we're going to turn it over to Big Red right now to let him do the close. The, Shut the up, close Tim. That he does so anyway, nobody can hear you. So once again, thanks so much for, for being a part of us. We love you. And if you ever need someone to talk to, don't let the demons creep in. We're here. I love you. Call me or Tim. Message us. We will be there for you. We love you. Thank you so much. Good night. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Drunk Sports Podcast. Join us next time for a lot more alcohol and more drunk sports talk with Lance and Tim. Until next time, here's to you. We're all drunk. Big Red, take us out of here. (laughs) Call me.